everybody, and welcome to the DigiEat Podcast, episode 39. My name's Nicole Yates, and I'll be your host for these shenanigans. Our guest this week is Mr. Joe Kay. Joe is a delightful stand-up comedian living here in L.A., and I think he's the only person I know who loves food almost as much as I do. He's originally from Staten Island, but he's been living out here for about 10 years, and he's also co-host with Kevin Anderson of the long, 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 long running, uh, both in time and physical time, open mic at the good night. So it's a long one, my friends. I'm not going to lie, but it's so much fun. We cover so much stuff between cooking and Disneyland and Disney World food and everything in the, in between, in the middle and all around. Joe's the greatest. So I think you're going to really like this. So before we get started, I just want to mention, of course, as always, we are sponsored by Ha Ha Hot Sauce. Dave Yates makes amazing hot sauce with the Carolina Reaper Pepper. It's always so hard to say, but so easy to eat. That hot sauce is amazing. Order some today. H-A-H-A hotsauce.com. If you don't like it, I'll eat my hat. Heh. <laughs> And, of course, we always like to talk about uh, our friends over at the 12 Questions podcast, and that's Dave Yates again and Anna Valenzuela. They sit down every Monday with a different person, and it's not so much about 12-step groups as it is just about getting by and working those things into your life. It's a, it's a, great, it's a, it's a great podcast. You should really check it out. And that's 12 questions. You can get it everywhere, you know, iTunes, Google, whatever. So now, let's sit down with Joe. Okay, I am here with the fabulous Joe Kay. Hey, Joe. Hi, hi, hi. How are you, babe? I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> doing just fine. We already did this line of questioning, but <laughs> we did. for the readers, for the readers, we need to... <laughs> We don't know what day it is. No, not at all. <laughs> no, I, I have to say, like, probably three times a week, I'll be talking to Stuart and I'll be like, he'll say, oh, yeah, well, you know, Friday. And I'm like, what, which, which, when, when is that? Which Friday and when? <laughs> yeah, when exactly? I is never it the know. Friday that happened yesterday or the Friday that's tomorrow? Which, yeah. Just the other day, he's like, yeah, so sat, like, can you do this tomorrow? And I was like, oh, well, I have a meeting at noon on Saturday. And he's like, yeah, no, tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So just, oh, great. <laughs> just, just checking, I guess. So, so yeah. So Joe, you, uh, you are a uh, comic here in, uh, in the LA area. Mm, in the before times in in the before times yeah but originally you are from the lovely burg of staten island Ooh, yes i am mama <laughs> <laughs> oh boy what a place that's getting just nothing but positive press these days <laughs> hey man i'm from philly it's a, that's all we ever get is the uh, non-positive press so hey man philly i think's getting some pretty good press in the last couple of months let's be honest oh, they're like Fuck this president and also uh hey we won you the election well you know what was great was they were like yeah uh, all, all, all the crazy republican guys are like we're gonna send people down uh, to philly and show them and i was like bitch you want to 
You want to come down to Philly and start some it's, shit? Let I me mean, tell you something. It's an e- it was an Eagles bye week. People got nothing to do. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> no, let me tell. I mean, like, I we we've, we've talked about this before. Like, I I've uh, I lived in Philly for uh, the better half of a year, and in just that small amount of time living there, I was like, oh, this is not a city to fuck with. Like, and I loved it. I I had yeah. such a blast. I lived right in Center City for like seven eight months, and I had such a blast there. Uh, it's a shame you didn't stay. I think I think I think you are you are a good Philly person. You know. Thank you. I mean, I I was having such a blast, but I was also like, I recognized that while I was living in Philly, I became at nineteen became like, like a severe alcoholic. Like it was. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say I became an alcoholic because I don't really have. A, I was abusing alcohol really bad, and I was like in a really dark place. So I was like, I think I need to go home and reset for a little bit. And then I ended up moving here. So, oh, there, there you go. So you, so you, so you moved to the Philly of of New York, which is Staten Island. Staten Island, and now I live in the Philly of Los Angeles in the Valley. I don't know. I feel. <laughs> I like the Valley. The Valley gets shit on a lot, but like I've, oh, I, I live love there. it up here. Yeah, it's chill. Um, yeah. <laughs> We're not far from each other. Like we're we're just a couple of miles away from each other, and so we we pretty much. But we're in like it's so funny. We can live so close, but like our worlds are so different. Because you're like <laughs> over in Burbank, and I'm in North Hollywood, which if you don't know for yeah. anyone listening is like literally less than five miles apart. But it's like I Burbank is to me like the bougie North Hollywood, <laughs> and no. now North Hollywood's getting bougie, but. Yo, let me tell you something. The apartment complex I live in is not bougie. It's first of no, all, no, not at all. I'm familiar with the apartment complex you live in. I'm fucking right. familiar with. I'm familiar with that maze to find. Oh, <laughs> the first time I went there, I was truly lost. I truly got lost for like a full ten minutes. Dude, I lived here for two weeks. It took me like to figure out how to get from the front door to my apartment. Like it, it's it. It really was like designed by somebody who was completely out of their mind. And then it, it's designed like like aesthetically like an East German gymnast dormitory. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's and like it's, low budget Suspiria, just like <laughs> yeah. And it's populated by the UN. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the various food smells in your building are, I mean, enticing, but varied. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It is. It is insane. It's, it's, it, yeah. But it's a great apartment. So whatever. I just shut my window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's. Yeah. It's, yeah, but man, this neighborhood, I don't know. I mean, I think we're, we're, uh, I feel like it's only a matter of time before we get priced out of this building. We got an oh. Amazon fresh store oh. nearby. So, I mean, oh, it's shit. great, but we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Once the Amazon fresh store shows up, like start, start, start saving up that new deposit <laughs> for someplace <fucked>. else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm kind of waiting for that here because um, the rent was supposed to go up in October. But because I guess they're not doing that because of, of yeah, COVID. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. They won't cancel the rent, but they also won't raise it. I mean, I'll take it, but I'm not thrilled about it. So no, neither am I. Come on. Yeah. yeah None but... of us are. Oh, we're all so excited. We still have to pay. <laughs> Yay. 
Yeah, and it takes them like I don't know what they do in this like who manages this building, but it takes them like two weeks to cash my rent check, and I'm just like, what are you waiting for? Take my money. Just take it. Yeah, Shut up. If you're so money. desperate for it, why aren't you fucking cashing it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's this like really loud leaf blower sound that like I hear all the time, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I happened to be in the office, and I'm like, what's that noise? And they're like, oh, it's the mobile carpet cleaner we have when there's an empty apartment. I'm like, but I hear it all the time. She's like, we have lots of vacancies. And I was like, oh, well. Yeah, I mean, it's a big building. You got that. There's a whole mess of apartments in that building. Well, I think a lot of people are leaving town because yeah. of COVID. So yeah. maybe they're all going back to India slash Armenia slash wherever it is. That yeah. <laughs> The Republic of Congo, where <laughs> something like that. But you're not going back to Staten Island, are you? No, literally never. I really, I <laughs> like. It's really like I've I've lived in LA for ten years now, and like I can really safely say that, like, even if I leave this city, there's quite literally no way I'm going back to the. All, like literally the only way you can get me back on Staten Island is if my parents move and they're like, Hey, do you want the house? That's literally the only way. If they're like, we'll do like, we'll sign the deed over to you, to, to you and your partner. I'd be like, okay. At least then I don't have to worry about rent for the rest of my life. And I could be a New York comic, <laughs> uh, big fat fucking air quotes. <laughs> Those are some pretty big air quotes. Yeah. I got fucking turned down for a Staten Island comedy festival last what? year. I sent in a table. I was like, hi, you know, I'm, uh, was born. I was raised on Staten Island, lived there all my life, moved to uh, stand up comic from there. Would love to be able to come home and like, you know, uh, be a part of this. This is so cool. Like I was being very, I was being very jerk off. I mean, like, this is the coolest thing. I can't <laughs> believe Staten Island is going to have their own little mini festival. That's so awesome. And I got a, Full rejection, not even like a not a, a non-response. Full oh, wow. rejection. Then the lineup came out, and when I tell you, it was thirty-eight white men and two <laughs> women. Surprise! <laughs> Jeez, big fucking surprise. Man, I haven't I haven't spent too much time in Staten Island. I have family uh, from there. I don't think any of them will still live there, but um, my cousin Eddie's like my dad's age, and. Mm -hmm. He had bought a house somewhere on Staten Island. I don't know right. where this was, but um, there was one day he was doing something in his house at, at the front yard. And this older guy was doing some kind of, I don't know, some kind of remodeling in his house. And he came across the street and he said to Eddie, he says, hey, I was wondering, do you have a ladder I could borrow? And Eddie was like, sure. And he went in his garage or whatever, got a ladder, gave it to him. And the guy came back later the next day with the ladder and he was like thanks so much if there's ever anything that you need feel free to let me know and the guy was really nice and eddie was like sure he wandered away mm -hmm. turns out the guy was like this like huge mobster 100 percent, big yep. ass fucking mobster <laughs> the minute you said if there's anything you need i was like yep mob absolutely mob Wow. Mob. So I didn't know mob guys lived in Staten Island. I thought they all hard means like along Island. Hard. No, they all, well, that's, that's, that's the T is that you think they all are because they're all from Brooklyn or Queens, but then they go and buy a giant fucking mansion on Staten Island. That's the ah. thing is that's where like the big real estate is. 
the, there's the, the wealth disparity on Staten Island is so crazy. Like they're really like our full housing projects on the North shore, Staten Island and on the South shore, some of the biggest houses you've ever seen in your life. Really? Like rich, rich money. Like there's, it was like tradition for us. Like our, my friends and I, like we'd get in the car around Christmas and go to a specific street, Nicolosi drive, just look at their <laughs> Christmas lights okay. because it was like full fucking spectacle. Like, it really, it was like Macy's window level of light spectacle, like with fucking display music and timed lighting displays and every, like everything. Dancing baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing baby Jesus. Like, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's funny that, um, you know, that you never really think that that's where all the mob money went, but it is where it is. And Huh. You know, I, I, I definitely know that just through the friends I had growing up, I inadvertently was like in favor. You know what I mean? Because oh. it's like, I'm, you know, uh, a mob guy's daughter's good friend. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that's, so it's like inadvertently, it, it was, I never realized it until I was like, you know, in my twenties where I'm like, oh shit, Caitlin's dad was fully in the mob. Huh. Nice. Wow. I mean, because, you know, when you think like mob family, I guess everybody's idea just goes right to the Sopranos. Right. You know, and that like gaudy house with the, you know, with right. the, you know, what the fucking Zadie, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, but what's, but what's funny is that like the family, like the, the mob families themselves are very like that, but then like the fingers like dip into so many other, you know what I mean? It really is all about like, uh, you do something for me. I do something for you. Uh, and that's like how they kind of get their hooks in so many people. I mean, like, it's never been explicitly said, but we're pretty sure my grandfather had ties to the like. We're we're pretty sure because uh, my mom was telling told us the story. It was by the way. Side note: Don't you love when like an elderly relative like dies, and then all of these stories come out of the woodwork? <laughs> yeah, like not even necessarily about them, but just about the family in general. Uh-huh. Like, turns out I had a cousin that was like going to play for the Yankees, and then he blew out his shoulder. Oh. Like, a there was that, but b. When my mom's first husband left her, my grandfather was literally like, oh, I'm going to go break his kneecaps. Like, we're going to get a, like, we're going to, um, like, Camille, do, if you say the word and I'll get a guy and we'll go. And <laughs> Let me just make one phone call. He'll <laughs> never, literally, I'll make one call and the man will never walk again. And she's like, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> He's a dick, but don't do that, please. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh-huh. And this all came out like in the car ride after we buried my grandmother. And I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. And then it all added up because my grandfather worked in sanitation. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> Again, neither confirmed nor denied. Right. But the youngers in the family are like, um, how come we never heard about this before? Huh. The craziest thing that I've heard about my family is my uncle, my mom's brother, has been engaged twice. And mm-hmm. the second girl that he was engaged to uh, is this girl, Andy. And she lived like in Ben Salem, which is like right right outside the city. And right. like her family was like hardcore Italian. Like you eat dinner here every Sunday. We're, we're put in a pool. You help dig the hole with the brothers. Like that Absolutely. kind of Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, my bachi never liked them. And like the whole thing kind of fell apart. And um, turns out, 
I did not know this. Her father, how they made all that money, he owned a porno theater. Like a, oh, like a that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. And to hear those words come out of my little bocce's mouth, he owned a porno theater. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was oh nice. God, that's so good. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's insane. So yeah, it is funny the shit that you find out, and you're just like, what, what, what? Who said that? <laughs> so. Yes, a part of the Jewish side of my family like owned a really good, like prestigious women's lingerie shop in the oh. city. Uh, apparently, at one point, I have no idea. I'm learning all these things now. But it's like, oh yeah, you know that summer when you helped your uncle at the lingerie shop. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you, wait, what, dad, stop, what? (laughs) No wonder your dad was all, hey, I know all about bras, right? (laughs) I got it. I got it, I got it, cups Oh, I know he's Jewish, so he's the, I got it. (laughs) No, my dad doesn't talk like that. (laughs) You want I should go back and get more bras? (laughs) The only, oh my God, it's so fun. Like, the one, I wish my dad had that, like, that Jewish dialect him because one of my favorite words that you say is when they go robot and when they robot oh i never heard oh, that you one. know uh you know the robot uh because it's all like in the here you know like the, the uh the, the robot um but uh he's got like the like such a brooklyn queens like yeah oh i saw a movie with the robot I, I, what are we doing? What am I talking about? (laughs) This is a podcast about food and I'm getting into entomology. No, I love it. I, I, I love, I love, I love that Gary Marshall fucking accent that some guys have. Oh, Gary Marshall. (laughs) Oh, what a wonderful, thank you for being a part of the movie. (laughs) I I love him. God rest, rest in peace. I'm so sad. Like Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall. Like I'm so sad that I never got to meet either one of them. Uh, I love it. It's Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall. <laughs> On Pluto TV, they added a Happy Days channel. Oh, fun. But, but they don't show Happy Days. They show Laverne and Shirley and Mork and Mindy reruns. So I've been like loading up on the old Laverne and Shirley reruns. And oh, man, I love that show. Awesome. So yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to have to find that channel because I love Pluto. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just added it like last weekend or something. And I watched like nine episodes that like I sort of remembered because I still watch that show constantly just on reruns. Just Mm -hmm. all like, well, I'm old enough where I watched it first run. And then it was constantly, you know, Happy Days on the Vernon Shirley was always right, right. Four and four thirty or five and five thirty, you know, right before dinner. (laughs) um, So I was all about it. But but Staten Island, though, like so Mm -hmm. I think so you're you're Jewish, right? Jewish, uh, my dad's side, uh, like Eastern European Jews. My mom is full blood Italian, like Catholic Italian. Italian. The hard, <laughs> I ta- full on. I mean, her mother was from like the north, uh, and uh, her dad was from Sicily, like the wow. p- perfect, like all Italian mix. So it's like I grew up with all the flavors, nice. all of the dishes. It's, I mean, why I, I'm. I was a really picky eater as a little kid. And then by the time I was a teenager, there was nothing you could have put in front of me that I wouldn't at least try. Oh, that's awesome. 
That's awesome. I mean, there's aside from acting and comedy and like being creative, like the other thing that I really thought I was going to do was I thought I was going to be a chef. Like I really thought like, well, my, my ideal dream as a kid was to be like a TV chef, like to be able to have that like personality in front of the camera and also get to make really cool food. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, did you, did you like hang out with your mom in the kitchen a lot? All the time. I mean, yeah. it was with my grandmother, it was cooking with my mom. It was baking. That was like the, the two sides of the coin that I had there. And then like, you know, on the big holidays, you know, my aunts are in the kitchen, my grand, my other grandparents are in the kitchen, you know, cause we, you know, there's Christmas, not only Christmas and Easter, but then there's like Hanukkah, Passover, Rosh Hashanah, like all these other big like holidays where there's a, there's a big protein being made. <laughs> in the kitchen a giant oversized protein to feed 20 people oh i bet your mom makes a good brisket after all those years right for your dad my well my 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 dad does not cook like he couldn't make a fucking egg to save his life like (laughs) i love him to death he a won't cook be super picky eater like I've made so much stuff i'm like just just try it he's like nah i don't i don't nah i don't know i'm like I made it though. He's like, yeah, that, I, I don't, I don't really, I, I don't really go in for, you know, X flavor. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Just, just fucking try it. Just try it. Well, here, I guess we'll fucking microwave you a waffle, you fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was like beaten into me as a child, like quite literally beaten into me. Like you need to, you know, try it. If you don't like mm-hmm. it, you just finish it and then you don't, you have to really eat it again unless it's a vegetable. Um, mm. <laughs> but like, there was no, like, I'm not eating this. That was not an acceptable thing. I had like, I guess, you know, like you're kind of like opening like uh, this weird subconscious memory that like when I was little, 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 mm-hmm. I tried everything. And then I hit an age where I suddenly was like, I liked five things and that was it. Right. And I was like super skinny and super underweight. So my parents were just like, okay, whatever it is, if you're going to eat it, we will get it. Like, fine. It. We do not care anymore. Like, we just we need to make sure you're eating something, anything. Right. Uh, like, like a weird phase, like when I was like six, where I only wanted to eat like a cheese and lettuce sandwich. <laughs> what? That's, in, that's insanity. That's, I think that's kind of normal, though, because like that's around the age where like you start to like know what you like and what you don't like. And mm-hmm. I think food, I think food issues in general are all about control. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's like when, when kids are like, I will only eat chicken nuggets or yes. hot dogs or whatever. It's one part of your life that you can attempt to gain some control of, of very young. Yeah. Cause kids don't That's have any control over anything, anything, like, nothing, <laughs> you know, Everybody's always telling you what to do, when to get up, when to go to bed, when to take a shower, when to shit, mm-hmm. when to go to school. It just, it sucks. <laughs> For sure. It definitely but then sucks. like, yeah, there got to be a thing. I guess when I was like, you know, around a little bit before a teenager, I think it was really, it was my grandmother that was just like, here, just try a bite of mine. Aww. That was always the thing. Instead of like, you, uh, get what you, like, it was always just have a little taste. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, okay. Oh, so was she and- a bang up cook? Oh, she was legitimately the best. Like one of the biggest regrets in our family is that like we didn't get the recipes from her before she died. So like that legacy, all that food died with her. 
So like, that's like really such a bummer. And like, we talk about it all the time. Oh, I wish we had grandma's uh, recipe for the almond crescents. Oh, I wish we had her linguine and clams uh, recipe. Truly the most, oh, her linguine and clams fucked so hard. It was the best. It's her, her cooking was the reason I ever was like down with seafood. Oh, how was her meatballs? She makes good meatball? Unreal. Like truly unreal. Another recipe just gone. It's all gone. And I, uh, that, that's something that it really bums me out. Like, but I try to like, not be too sad about it. I try to just like, hold on to that memory of just like, fuck yeah, there was such good food. And she's embedded that spirit in, in us. Like, you know, my mom is a good cook. Like she is, I'm not going to try to say she's not, Uh but like, she didn't and never got like the recipe. She just got the kind of, this is what you do. You do this and you do that and you do this. And there you go. You have a sauce uh-huh. and it's good. It's fine. But something, I guess I, I, uh, what's the word? I, I, I kind of like jumped away from the family traditions of it all. Like when I started getting in the kitchen, I was very into like, well, I want to experiment. I want to try this. I want to try that. You know, I was the, I was the only person in my family to ever do like the grated carrot and a little bit of sugar in Uh your sauce. Like they're like, why do you need to put sweet in the sauce? There's no sweet in the sauce. And I'm like, you need to have a little bit of sweet in the sauce. There's almost always sweet in the sauce, which is kind of funny, you know? Um, they were very like, you just put in a, a little bit, the, the tiniest little, like a teaspoon of sugar in like a two yep. like, can sauce. And I'm like, no, you need to grate like a whole carrot in there. What are you doing? I don't know about a whole, well, I guess it all depends on how much sauce you're making, but yeah. Oh, I do one whole carrot grated for like a one can sauce. Wow. Really? Cause, well, cause I'm very into not like it, the, the tomato, like the, the sauce itself is just a vehicle for all these amazing flavors that you're going to put in. So I'm very heavy handed on onion. I'm very heavy handed on garlic and very heavy handed on carrot. Cause I want, cause the carrot, the taste will go away because onion and tomato and garlic is going to overpower that. But what it does is kill that acidity from having all of that in there. And it just makes it a smoother eating experience oh. and it lessens the amount of heartburn you're going to get afterward. Interesting. Well, do you, to do me, what... I'm, huh? I was going to say for me, at least like, like I, I, I suffer from like really bad heartburn and acid reflux. So like I got to always, as much as I love acidity, I always have to like really figure out how to lower that bout, like really balance it out. Otherwise I'm going to be paying for, it. I'm going to be like fucking knocking Tums back like they're M&Ms for the rest of the night. Ooh, ooh. Usually what kills, kills that for me is I'll drink a glass of milk. If I drink a glass of milk, it kills, mm. it kills the heartburn because the, you know, nutrient neutralizes it. That's fair. Yeah. Tums does something weird to my body that I don't even want to get. Okay. <laughs> but um, when you do your sauce, do you do mm. uh, crushed tomatoes or chopped tomatoes? Uh, I'll do, um, whole, uh, San Marizano tomatoes. Um, and then as they break down, I will then like squish them in the pan with a wooden spoon. Okay. Well, that is very, um, cool. I love using the whole tomatoes. Cause you're really like, there's so much less processing. And if you're already going for canned, you're already getting something like pretty processed. So I like to go with the whole tomato in that case. Okay. Oh. All right, I like it. I like it. If you're a if you're a, a Ralph shopper, I really do recommend the private uh, the private selection San Marzano tomatoes. Like they're they're not that expensive. It's like maybe two fifty a can. That's no, not bad at all. 
half the price of, you know, getting like the imported ones, which I will do if I want to be really fucking fancy. But if I'm just making a fucking weekday bolognese, like. I have to say, you know, I really like the Kroger brand, like chopped tomatoes just in a can. Mm -hmm. They're always doing a 10 for 10 and they have all kinds of different ones. And for sure. I, I have to say I would probably, I probably, all right. So I make dinner like five, five nights a week out of seven, maybe. And wow. I will use Good it. for you. It's turned it into quite the housewife here. Um, but, uh, I have to say like, I'll use them like three or four nights out of the week. I'll use a can of some kind of those can of chopped tomatoes with the jalapenos or, uh, the Italian style or even the regular kind, uh-huh. um, you know, whether it's in a crock pot or, I'm just doing like chicken and vegetables and throw a can of tomatoes in there to kind of, you know, just to a, a, give it some color, give it, you know, some color, some flavor. And like, and like I said, they're cheap as shit. And like, we'll do a curbside pickup and you do the 10 for 10 and I don't have to like drag them, you know, all mm. the way around the store. And <laughs> I gotta say like, I didn't go to grocery stores in like, you know, the first, like, I want to say six, seven months of this. And then like, I finally started again uh-huh. I got to say, I missed it so much. Like I didn't realize how much I loved going to the grocery store Yeah. until I started going back to the grocery store like once a week. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, this is so fun. Yeah. I, I would go like, we weren't doing curbside pickup. We would do like one of either me or Stu would go and do like a shop. And um, so there's a little, if you come out of the building on the left on San Fernando, there's a little Ralph's. So we would go oh, to yeah. like the little Ralph's. And then it came, so I, once a week, he didn't understand why I had to go to the grocery store once a week. I'm like, we're running out of shit. (laughs) And then I would kind of run around the store, but then we kind of stopped doing that and started doing the curbside pickup, but there's a big Ralph's on victory. And, uh, I love around in there. That is because they got the the best Ralph's. They got the big cheese Island and like, I love that Ralph so much. I fucking hate our Ralph's over here so much. (laughs) Like I really do. I think their produce is garbage. I'm never finding anything like I really love in there. I feel like I'm only ever going into that Ralph's to get like packaged shit, you know? Yeah. Like I'm never going for anything for, I mean, I, I really hate to say it, but like, I really for produce and meat now, I really do like going to that Amazon fresh store. I really, really? do. Cause they, they go through whole foods, three, six, three, six, five. So oh. like their produce and their meats are like really good quality. Um, and like, sometimes I'm finding really cheap stuff in there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it'll be like random, like, Oh wow. Two liters of Coke or a dollar 25. That's Whoa. exactly where you're just like, I can't pass that kind of price up you know you know what uh, i mean you can if you don't drink soda but i'm a grossly unhealthy person (laughs) (laughs) well when i used to live in van nuys i lived up the street from a food for less oh man oh i love me some food for less that place oh man i love food for less um but the but what's great about the little ralphs is that they have a lot of meat on sale that they it's like unadvertised meat sales so like, I'm always coming back with like a big pork shoulder, you know, that I'll just like throw in the crock. It's so big. It okay. was, it's so big. Like it barely fits in the crock pot. Like, Amazing. Like shit like that. It's or like ribs that have been pre- previously frozen. So I guess we're having ribs tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess we're, I guess I'm, I'm, we might have to go check out that little Ralph's cause I'm going to, cause for Christmas, I'm cooking a roast beef this year. I've decided Ooh. I've landed on a roast beef, uh, on like a 10 pound cut of roast beef. Cause Ooh. I'm an insane person. 
I mean, Kate, <laughs> we're three people in this apartment. Life. We're three people in this apartment. I'm like, I must cook for 12. <laughs> I feel the same way. Anytime, like the only people that come over here is like uh, Anna and occasionally my friend Jared. Yeah. Um, and like, I know Jared. Yeah. You know, Jared. So like, you know, like I'll make dinner and like, it is like, you cooked enough food here for like 10 people. And I'm like, are you hungry? Let's just eat yeah. it. <laughs> it's because you're going to make a plate and take it home. Oh yeah. I love sending people home with food. Are you kidding oh, me? It's my how favorite could thing. I, I would, when I would do like big, big Thanksgivings, I would truly buy extra Tupperware to then make dishes for people to take home after. Wow. I'd be like, please, because you're going to want it either later tonight or you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be like, ooh, I, re- oh, I could really go for some of that, like uh, the, those garlic Parmesan mashed potatoes from yesterday. See? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. We brought home stuff uh, from Anna's from Thanksgiving and like, I was so oh, happy. Man. It was the best. Like the two of us means they were just standing at the counter, just like eating the turkey out of the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> just pick, oh, picking the carcass at the end of the day is one of my favorites. I just, yeah. yeah. Oh, the he, little pieces. Oh, let me get in there. What's this? Oh, well, nothing makes him happier than a roast chicken. Like from I like, love that from like Ralph's or whatever, or especially the Costco chicken. And like, he will sit and pick at the carcass. Like it's almost, it's almost disturbing. <laughs> it's very, um, oh my God, that reminds me of fucking Ina Garten that she's always like, and then every week she makes Jeffrey the chicken. Every, every Sunday, Jeffrey's, Jeffrey loves the chicken. I love it when she talks about Jeffrey. It just makes me I love Jeffrey. I love I love her gay husband. I love him so much. He's so just gay. goes to the city with his little boys and she lives out on the fuck out in the fucking Hamptons and she's living her best life. She's like, she yeah, really go do your fucking thing. Go fuck him. I don't care. The fuck do I care? I am a millionaire. Yeah, who cares? Oh, I'm also a genius. Okay. <laughs> Was it? Did she work for the something like she worked for the FBI or like the National Defense? So, so, something crazy, like, like high yeah. government position she uh-huh. had before being like, I'm just gonna like cook and tell people store bought is fine. Yeah, she 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 was in the Hamptons or something and saw this little like little grocery store, this like she she grocery store, and was like, you know what? I think I want to do this. And then she started like catering, I think, and then like it kind of blew God, up. What a God, what a, I love her. She, she really is the best. Her stuff that she's been doing in quarantine is hilarious. Oh man. Is there really, I, I really think she might be one of the best unproblematic faves. I don't think I've ever come across a thing with her fingers crossed that we would have cancelable material for Ina Garten. I thought that Alton Brown was there, but apparently he, uh, he's a Republican. He's a dick. He posted he's some a... shit when he was drunk and like, Ooh, you know. well, on top of that, he's kind of just a dick. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's. He, I went to a book signing of his when I was like fifteen, and he was like yeah. super dismissive. Oh, really? And I, like at the time, I like that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to literally be Alton Brown. Right. Right. Like he was my hero, and he was just really fucking dismissive. And yeah, that that disillusioned me from him. That sucks because I love Good Eats so much. Yeah, like, it's a good show. Yeah, that is. There's a thing about this quarantine is just bringing out what people really are. And, oh yeah, uh, it's 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 a real bummer. It's like just every day I'm just what I see people trending on Twitter and stuff, and I'm like, oh no, who now? 
Oh, like, who now? Like, like did Dick Van Dyke like finger somebody that I didn't know about? Oh, and now, like, you know, no. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, what I mean, look, I, I'm going to go on record saying whatever he did in his past, leave him alone. He's like 104. Just let him go. Just let it be. He's the greatest, and I need to meet him before he dies. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know what? I feel like we all have a fair shake at that because I don't think he's going to die. <sighs> I'm, I'm going wood, my friend. Sure. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> oh my god! What if I was the one that set out the curse into the universe that killed Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> wow, what a legacy! There was a girl that took uh, my stand-up class at the Ruby and told me she dated Dick Van Dyke's grandson. And I had to stop the class, sit down in front of her, and I made her talk about it. Tell me everything. <laughs> she said, <laughs> what she said was, was that he loves spending time <clears throat> with his grandkids and his family. Mm-hmm. And he is exactly as nice as you would think that he was. Amazing. Yeah. Was Did all three of the, the lady to lady ladies, um, did you ever talk to Brandy about, I, was this all three of them that went to Dick Van Dyke's Halloween party one year? What? No, I, I don't it was know anything either, about that. Oh man. Oh what? man. I can't, I genuinely can't remember which one. It was either the, all three of them or one, like it was either Barbara Brandy or Tess. They ended up somehow they got invited to the Dick Van Dyke Halloween party. I, I will. Uh, yeah. Bring it up. Uh, bring oh, it up. Yeah. It's... Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> Tell me, what do you know? Uh, I mean, I I just remember they said it was like the coolest thing ever. He they didn't get to like talk to him really or anything, but he was like dancing around and just it was a huge party. It was like a lot of people like that that he does like every year. Apparently, it's like a big thing. Like the Dick Van Dyke Halloween party, he takes it very seriously of making it like this big explosive, like blow out of a night. I would die. I would die. You would die. I would die. I would die. I mean, truly like time machine stuff. I would go to just a few years ago when Dick Van Dyke sang at Disneyland. Uh-huh. That did you, I think it was like on his birthday. I think it was something like they were celebrating his 90th birthday or something yeah. at Disneyland. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. he fucking sang and I would absolutely kill a person to be able to go back in time to see that in person. I would die. I I love him so much. Because that's the other thing me and you got along with like immediately we were, I was like, oh, I lived in Philly briefly and I'm also obsessed with Disney parks. Yes. Yes. Like Uh, you want to talk about food? You want to talk about mama theme park food (laughs) is a huge like cornerstone of my life. Like how, how much do I love a Dole Whip? Oh. <laughs> you know, there's a place um in NoHo that you can like pretty much get Dole Whip at. Really? Yes. Um, it's called Slushy Land on oh. Vineland and Oxnard. Oh, okay. Okay. No joke. I'm I'm not fucking around. I used to live right around there, and I like wandered oh. in there one day, and I was like, they have pineapple soft serve. And I got it. And it was like, it literally like on the thing, it was like Dole Whip, just like Disneyland. And I was like, I'll try it. You know, uh, literally the same. It was the same thing. Wow. I couldn't wow. believe it. Wow. And I immediately started crying. Wow. You know what my favorite thing is at Disneyland? Mm. Um, when they take the marshmallows and they dip them in chocolate and they put them on a stick. Oh, those are fun. What are they called? Do they have a name? Uh, marshmallow kebabs? 
I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wish, I really wish I, I, I loved marshmallows as much as they're put in things in theme park candy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, there's, I, I don't know what it is. There's something about the texture of a marshmallow that outside of a s'more never sits right with me. You know what? I don't like s'mores. I don't like graham crackers. I like the taste of graham crackers, but they don't feel good when I bite them. Mm. That that feeling when you bite into them and it's kind of. There. Cardboardy. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I like it as like a pie crust. Absolutely, because then you're then then you're fucking uh, pulverizing it with butter. Yeah, Wait, who doesn't love that? I mean, really. I mean, how else are you going to have like a cheesecake or a key lime pie? You got to have a graham cracker crust. Totally, totally. So what? So what is your go-to Disneyland snacks? Oh boy. Um. So when I go Disneyland here, uh, I'm very my one of my favorite things is going to the Bengal barbecue in Uh Adventureland and getting one of like the chicken skewers. I love that as like just a little light, tiny little thing just to have. I'm a huge fan of the clam chowder bread ball. Uh, (laughs) Unbelievable! I never fucking real clam chowder when I'm at Disneyland. I never would have thought of it either. (laughs) But when it was it was a friend of mine when I moved out here. Like she grew up out here, so she was always Disney like land obsessed. Blah 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 blah. We went for my birthday the year I moved out here, and Uh she got she was like, Joe, you got it. So she's like, I'm really not fucking around. It's legitimately good clam chowder, and I was not a fan of clam chowder, Uh so I tried a little bit of hers. Was like, this is incredible. Interesting. Yeah, all of them, all the the bread bowl soups they have. So it's like that. They have like a a veggie gumbo, a steak gumbo, and broccoli and cheese soup. Where's that? uh, In a bread. So um, the the gumbos and the clam chowder are in New Orleans Square, like right next to Pirates of the Caribbean. It's just a window. Um, And then the broccoli and cheese soup is at like another like kind of soup cart, just a little bit further down, closer to Splash Mountain. Uh huh. Uh, Or the former Splash Mountain. Fuck yeah. 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 Um, I'm so excited that they did that. Oh yeah. And I'm a huge fan of that ride. I loved that ride because that was a very um milestone ride for me of like, um, oh, I I finally had like the bravery to do it. Like it used to <laughs> the concept of it terrified me when I was a kid. Just because you would see that drop and first, and I was fine on log flumes, but there was something about Splash Mountain that made it feel so much more intimidating than just like the log jammer at Six Flags. <laughs> I used to love log flumes when I was a kid. And, but as I got older, I hate walking around with wet shoes. Oh, so. oh mama. Oh mama. Here's the, here's my secret. This is, <laughs> this is my dirty little secret when I, well, no, probably not anymore after the times of Rona, but, uh, <laughs> The second the log would depart on Splash Mountain, I would always have slip-on shoes come off and I sit on them. (laughs) I would take off my shoes, take off my socks, stick the socks in the shoes, sit on the shoes, and they were bone dry when I would get off. Oh, what an idea. What an idea. (laughs) Yeah, because you can't like, because if you put them in a bag, the bag could get wet, it could seep through. I was like, it's not going to get under me because that's always like the part of you when you get off Splash Mountain, you could be drenched from head to toe but your ass is bone dry that's right oh you're you're smart wow i never would have thought of that oh i'm really a mess at disney like i i i love it so much i i mean i love it all i love disney there's something about disneyland popcorn that just hits different it's good the soft pretzels 
uh, with the with the cream cheese filling. Oh uh-huh. my god, the strawberry churros. I don't think I've ever had that. Only specifically in like one cart in Main Street, you'll, or like at some of the carts you'll see like churro, and then you'll see like a different flavor, like strawberry or grape or like berry. And I encourage you to try those and find the one that you really love, because huh. the strawberry one is unreal. Like. I- I had a chocolate covered one um, over in California Adventure at, mm-hmm. one, at the stand over by the roller coaster. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Very uh-huh. good. Yeah. That's oh, good- man. And then whenever I leave, like, it, then there's all the, the treats you got to pick up as you're leaving to continue the magic on the car <laughs> ride home. Always get a, a massive bag of taffy. Oh, really? I, I love I love taffy. I do. I really like, do like the good, like the goofy company tap, like the big bags <laughs> of prepackaged taffy. Got to get one of those. Uh, you got to get so, like, uh, well, also another bag of popcorn, but like in the bags, you know, like you got to uh-huh. get the caramel corn or oh, something yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. as just way to keep, you got to keep the magic going. You know what I love? Um, I love getting hot dogs from uh, either Casey's corner in Disney world mm. or the Coca-Cola corner thing there in, in Disneyland yeah. on Main street. I love the hot dogs. And I'm I not, totally get that. And I'm not even a big hot dog person, but like, I love the hot dogs. They dog. hit different. There's something about the way it's all done there that hits different. I always, when I leave, you got, I got to get some Gibson girl ice cream on the way out. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I don't it, know why. And it's, it's only just Edie's so ice cream. perfect. <laughs> it's, it's literally <laughs> grocery store ice cream. Literally. Uh, but there's just something about that fresh baked waffle bowl uh, that's like it, when it's still warm and at the end of the night it's all warm because there's so many people getting it on the way out. Yep, yep. And they're and they're just making it, making it. You know what's making it. in California Adventure, they have that um on the right hand side, like right as it opens up at the end of that first street, there's oh, an right, ice cream yes. place. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Fantastic. It's the same fucking thing. It's the Gibson girl of California adventure. It is. And you can, and you can get stuff on the, on the Uh bar. And oh man, I went with my friend Jen and her girlfriend and they were, they were going on a bunch of rides and I was like, I'm going to go get ice cream. You guys are going to go get ice cream. They're like, no, we're going to go. Cause they were drinking beers all day. So they were like half shot in the ass. So I'm like, I'm not drinking. I'm just going to go get ice cream. And like, man, so good. It was just, oh man. I'm so one thing I'm like so disappointed that I did it like and I had the past we had all these opportunities to go me and you and we didn't and I never got to try any of the galaxy's edge food and all anyone can fucking talk about these days when it comes to Disneyland food is Ronto wrap Ronto wrap Ronto wrap what's a Ronto wrap so it was basically just like a, a hot dog in like a pita with like all other kinds of like, um, I guess it was like a crowd or a coleslaw or something on it. Oh. And it looks incredible. And it's like everyone's favorite thing at Disneyland or at, at both Disney's at any Galaxy's Edge. Everyone's like, number oh. that Ronto wrap. You got to try the Ronto wrap when you go. Huh. You know what was the two best things I've ever had at a Disney park were actually in Disney World. In, um, Same. In, uh, in, um, Universal, you know, uh, Hollywood Studios. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Hollywood Studios. I had a chicken parm at the Italian place. Um, oh, called- Mama Melrose. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah by the Muppets there. Yeah, Holy Mama shit. Melrose. Oh my God, incredible oh, food there. So good. And of all places, the ABC commissary had this uh, roasted chicken, which was just like, what is this even doing here? It was just covered in sauce. Like, so good. <laughs> I cannot believe this thing that you just brought up, ABC Commissary, in this, the year of our Lord, 2020. I, Are you a fan? I my, For some reason, that was like one that we ended up at a lot when I was, because I used to, that was, Disney was like, I grew up in a Disney family, in our little oh. like tiny, me, my mom, my dad, it was, and my grandmother, it was Disney World every single spring break from like three to 10. What? Really? Yeah. It was just, it was, it was the big, it was the big vacation of the year. And then over the summer we would just go like drive. So we would go, Oh, we'll drive to Boston for a few days and do like a history, like educational vacation. (laughs) But then it was the Liberty trail. (laughs) Oh, do the Liberty trail, bitch. I mean, I grew up big fan of the Philadelphia zoo big fan Philly Zoo is great my mom my mom was a big fan of Colonial Williamsburg oh us too my mom loves a colonial village what is up with moms and loving a little colonial village I don't know man we would spend an hour watching some guy blow glass you know (laughs) in a hut we 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 were also because I was an only uh an only child um so my parents were also never um, above the, especially if it was like, we're, we're going to drive somewhere vacation, a very like, you want to bring a friend, bring a friend. Oh. So, just so that they could like, let me fuck off with somebody for a while so they could get a fucking break for a couple of hours. Right, right. But one time the trip was to Williamsburg. And I convinced a friend to come with us because I was like, look, it's going to be boring at Colonial Williamsburg, but then we're going to go to Bush Gardens. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking that Bush Gardens. Uh, one of my so favorite good. theme parks. So good. Escape from Pompeii. One of my favorite rides. Uh, <laughs> I love the, sp- the spaghetti in the German, uh, the German <laughs> brew house, like where they have the Oompa Vans. <laughs> But, um, so we're, we're at Colonial Williamsburg, right? And we're just, I think we're like maybe 14, 15 and we're watching this fucking boring, you know, presentation and we're two stupid 14 year olds that we hear the word like, and he erected a statue and we, <laughs> it was that thing where you can't look at your friend because you know, they're looking at you like, <laughs> So you're sitting there just, and they keep saying erect, erect, like over and over and over again. And it's getting, and we're in the front fucking row of this thing. (laughs) Losing our minds because Ben Franklin won't stop saying the word erect or some shit. (laughs) That's fucking great. I love it. I love it. Oh man. The, uh, the last time I went to Disney world. I went with my cousin Tim and his wife Kristen are delightful people. They are um uh vacation club members. Oh word. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, uh, hey, do you what's their go- hotel? What's their hotel? I'd have to ask. Um it's the uh my brain is not working today. It's the one, the big one. Just, the big one. I was gonna <laughs> say just describe it and I can it's, tell yeah, you. It's the big one next to next to Magic Kingdom. Grand Floridian. Yeah, no, okay. no, the other or one. Or contemporary. Contemporary. Yeah, they usually go. say okay. the contemporary. And so that's where they, and what they do is that they get the, the apart, the, like the suite. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they save money by like, they'll like 
go to Walmart and like buy like 300 bucks worth of like snacks and shit. And then mm-hmm. like don't make breakfast and stuff like that to try and save a couple of bucks, which was great. And they had asked me if they, if I wanted to come and I was like, sure, I'll go. And it was, it was a good time, but it was, it was, it was the weirdest trip I ever took because I was having this allergic reaction that I didn't know what it was from. And my face would swell up for like no reason. So like I would wake up and they're like going to the parks and like half of my face is swollen. I'm like, oh my I'll God. meet you guys at lunch. And then like my middle cousin got, um, they were giving out like applesauce and like packets as like sample mm-hmm. in the, uh, over, over by mouse gear. In right. Epcot. Okay. Yeah. 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 And she got food poisoning. So this poor kid is like puking. My face is swelling. My cousin's no. fighting. It was just like, it was, and then they had uh, like, Maggie really wanted to go to the Harry Potter stuff in Universal. Mm-hmm. And they, and so Kristen was like, you know, we all don't, like, we don't want to pay for everybody to go. Cause no, the only person right. is Maggie. So do you want to go with Maggie? We'll just get you a ticket. You guys can go. And she's a really nice kid. So I was like, I'll go. But it was the day after, like, she had been puking and, like, my face had oh, been swelling. And we're just, like, a walking fucking wounded. Like, I'm just, I'm like, are you okay? You feeling all right? You feeling all right? You want to go on the mine ride? You sure you want to go on the mine ride? You're just, like, like crying. You're like, where's Madam Bobfrey? <laughs> totally. Totally. I'll tell you what, though. I'll stab a bitch for some of that, that frozen butterbeer. Ooh. Ooh. So oh, when Universal opens back up, you gotta try it hot really it's shockingly good it's like it's like it's like that weird phenomenon like the like the hot dr pepper where you're like what and then you sip and you're like that's really good hot dr pepper i know it's it sounds really fucking disgusting huh it's it's got to be like hot like hot hot not like room temperature i mean like it's got not like room temperature warm like hot dr pepper is like a phenomenon of like a warm in in the warm beverage community interesting yeah i'll i will try i'm gonna go to the fucking shell station and pick me up some just give it a try if you don't like it you don't like it yeah when i pay like 89 cents for a can of dr pepper whatever absolutely no the last time i it's funny i that you had a weird last experience at disney world like me too Something happened between the plane, when I getting on the plane and arriving at the Magic Kingdom, my voice went away, like gone, like acute laryngitis on a six hour flight to the point, like literally you, people couldn't hear me talking Oh wow! unless I was like, can I please get a large popcorn? Like I was like literally like pressing on my vocal cords to get noise to come out of me. Whoa. And it, when I tell you, I didn't get my voice back for almost three months. Whoa. It was like, like, I didn't have my full speaking voice back for so long. And to this day, no clue what happened. Wow. Like I wasn't sick. I literally just couldn't talk. Like I felt fine. I wasn't like sick or anything. Just literally voice gone shot. That's crazy. Wow. I don't know something about Disney World, I guess. <laughs> I want to say I, it had to just, it had to be something on the plane, right? Like it had to be. It, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you weren't yelling or anything, right? Oh, uh, what am I? I'm, oh, I'm, I, I spent my whole red eye screaming like an infant. <laughs> oh, I did go to Disney World for the, I went to Magic Kingdom for the day with my mom last year because I went to mm-hmm. um, 
not this past March, but the March before my mom was spending, she's been spending a month in Florida and I surprised her and she was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, do you want to go to, and I was, I was like, oh, what do you think I want to do? And you want to go to Disneyland for the day? Cause she, it was like a 40 minute drive from where she was. Nice. But the problem was we went and it was March and it was like the, like later in March. So Ooh, it was spring, spring break. break, some kind of like band dork convention. And <laughs> And like, I don't even know what else. And it was nuts to butts. It was an 85 minute wait to get on Haunted Mansion. Oh no, mom, let me tell you the bullet we dodged when we went. So we went end of January. We literally, our first day was uh, Martin Luther King day and we were there for five days. Um, So it was like sort of, it was, there's there's no time at Disney World anymore that's like off season. It's always no. kind of busy, yeah. um, especially because like it's all international tourism. So like we went down when it's like all of like Brazil is off of school. For, yeah. uh-huh. So it was just like Brazilian tourists for like everywhere. <laughs> um, but the bullet we dodged, the day we're checking out of our hotel, was I guess was starting like the first day of like I guess a cheerleading competition oh, or geez. whatever. When I tell you, as we're getting on the bus to the airport, we're seeing like droves of teenage girls coming <laughs> into this hotel, and we're like, "Oh, thank God, <laughs> we are leaving!" Because if we were here for one more day, all of these children would be murdered. Were we in the, one of the All Stars? Yeah, we were in Pop Century. Oh, I took my mom uh, to Disney World when she turned 65. I had a job where I actually made some money, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, unlike comedy. And right. um, and we, I had, was choosing between All-Star Sports and Pop Century. And for some reason, I chose the sport one. I don't remember why that was. Uh, Pop Century is a cute little hotel. As far as like budget hotels go, I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is my... It, it, uh, it's really fun themed. I really... I This is... Uh, like this is something so specific. I love the smell in the lobby. <laughs> Every Disney hotel lobby has a particular smell to it. Oh, I never noticed that. It's they it, every single one has like different and the and the pop century one's like a little bit like citrusy, like a little orange, a little lemongrass. It's oh. like it's really nice and like uplifting and refreshing. Oh, I like that. Do you do do you do the the meal plan when you go? Um, we didn't this time, if we said, if we're ever going to do it again, we're absolutely going to, cause we, when we were looking at how much you could get on the meal plan, we were like, I don't know if we're going to eat this much or if we're going to like, <laughs> you will like sit down for, well, it was the, we don't know if we're going to like sit down to eat as much as like the uh-huh. plan was offering. Turns out we sat down for a lot of fucking meals because our feet were exhausted yeah. Like that we just, oh yeah, we'll eat on the go and blah, blah, blah. No, no, not at all. I mean, we were sitting down for like hour and a half long meals because we were I, just like, get us off of our feet. Yeah. Well, when I took my mom, I did the, I was, I was just bawling. And like, I did the meal plan where you get the three sit downs. Uh, it was almost too much food. That is too much food. But we ate the food. <laughs> of course you did. And like, I managed to get us reservations at that steakhouse in Canada. In Epcot? Uh, La Cellier. Yes. I love it. Uh, I've never gotten to go to La Cellier yet. 27 ounce bone-in ribeye, my friend. Beautiful. And like, I mean, just right there, even though that is two meal credits, like even- It was worth it. 
totally worth it. And if I would have bought that and like, if I would have just paid for that, like, forget about it. It would have been like $80. Like, yes. But so that's what I tried to do. I tried to make the reservations at the places that were, that if I would have paid for it, it would have been expensive to get Mm -hmm. my money's worth. Right. That place was awesome. I guess, you know, another big factor, we ended up going, it was the week of the Festival of the Arts at Epcot. So like, we were thinking like, oh, there's going to be a whole day where we're not going to get any meals. We're literally just going to be trying stuff from food carts in. So it was like, if you were raced one whole day of the meal plan, and then like this idea of like, oh, we'll look at all of these like cheap, cool, like budget options that we could get. But then, you know, like day four, we're at Animal Kingdom, like our legs are absolute jelly. And it's like, (laughs) can we just go sit down at Yak and Yeti for an hour and a half? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. We did the, um, we we did a breakfast buff the breakfast buffet at the Cape yeah. Cafe. Ooh, that's that was the hotel that I would grow up going to, the Beach Club. That was oh, the one it. my parents would always go to. So I'm very familiar with the Cape May Cafe. Yeah. I love those are actually my favorite of um the characters like in the variant outfits, you know, like when they're not in their regular clothes. I love their little like I love like Minnie's little boat shoes. <laughs> I love, I love their like we're going sailing on the Cape outfits. I think they're yeah. so cute. Like everybody talks the like how much they love Chef Mickey, but like I really like Kate Mickey. Fuck Chef Mickey's. <laughs> Fuck Chef Mickey's. Absolutely not. If you want a great character breakfast, A, um, if you're gonna do a buffet, you do Kate May Cafe. I personally think Garden Grill in Epcot is the best um character breakfast experience. Really? Personally. Because oh all the food comes to you. It's it's endless food, whatever you want, but it's all brought to your table, family uh-huh. style. Ooh. And then the character and, and it's A, it's the rotating restaurant in the land. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. The food was unbelievable. It was so good. They had like it was like a I think it was like Chippendales, some like sticky buns or whatever. We went, the two of us went through like two whole fucking trays of them. They were so good. <laughs> I'm always just like more bacon, more bacon. It was bacon, just that and then with the, the um <laughs> uh the uh what what do they call it? The I think it's like pog juice, the pa the papaya orange guava. That they Ooh. that they do yeah 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 wow that sounds awesome I did eat it, in the in the lands in that food court yeah in yeah 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 it's good that. it's good food it's fine that's that's the thing about like di- particularly Disney like theme park food is that even if it's not great it's a far and above step beyond what you'd get at like a Six Flags oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, sure. It's a burger, but it's a really good burger. And you're going to get something like a little twist to something interesting in there. The only burger that I, the only food I, I didn't like the burger I had was at that, um, it, it, it's like a galaxy themed place across the street from, or like across the walkway from, um, uh, from the race cars. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of that place, but yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Something yeah. like Cosmic Cafe or something that, like that. that. Yep, that's it. And I was kind of like, hey, this isn't so good. Um, but it's not besides, great. Besides that, everything else that, I've, I, that I had was was pretty good. And, and I stay away from the pizza because I'm a pizza snob and the pizza in Disney. Oh, this is where it's like, I feel like I relate, but I also differ with pizza snobbery. Yeah. Like, I... 100% agree like that is well for me it's like New York pizza above all period can't get me to agree on anything else but I fully accept in my head I'm like 
well, there's New York pizza and then there's everything else. And if it tastes fine, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Pizza's pizza. I'm not going to like pizza is pizza. Like out here, it's like I order from Big Mamas and Papas all oh, the time. No, you don't. Do you really? I do. I really do. Oh. I do. I ask for it extra well done. So it gets like real hard and crispy oh. uh, and it gets me through. I'm like, it's fine. I like for cheap pizza. I'm like, oh. I, you could do worse. I mean, cheap like pizza, you want. Yeah. 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 Like, I, you know, as long as it doesn't taste like it's coming out of like a fucking roll rack at an ice skating rink. Like I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've had yeah. the worst pizza in the world in yeah. New York. I've somehow had like the worst pizza I've ever had at an ice skating rink in New York. The worst pizza I've ever had was I did a show in uh, Lancaster, PA, right? It, it, at, it was above like a, like a, it was like a, like a beer and pizza place. And they had a, uh-huh. a room upstairs and, and this guy had run this show and they gave us a free pitcher of beer and a free pizza. And it was right next to Dutch Wonderland. If you've ever been there. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're fucking talking about. Another, that's another weekend trip. My parents would do all the time. We go to Dutch Wonderland and kitchen kettle village or country kettle village, whatever <laughs> Yeah, I love that Amish food though. It's so good. It's, but that oh. pizza was so bad. It was so bad. And I was like, I, I'm angry about this pizza <laughs> and it's free. Like usually free pizza is <laughs> not even bad. But like, have you gotten pizza from Prime Pizza in Burbank? I haven't tried Prime Pizza, no. It's a little expensive, but it's pretty good. Okay. But my favorite I'll add it to the list of all the pizza places that I'm working my way through. My favorite pizza place was um Dough Girl. Uh, okay in uh, lake balboa and i heard it closed and i almost cried oh that sucks so good it was that really sucks i would get a pepperoni and roasted red pepper and what was great was the girl that owned the place um she'd gone to jail for like money embezzlement (laughs) and um so she did like federal time wow wow got out she went to she went to culinary school and then decided to open up a pizza place and she hires like at risk like teenagers oh wow i love that yeah and i heard it closed i don't know if that's true or not but i hope it's not because the the pizza was great you felt like you know you're actually doing something kind of nice you know and i gotta uh, say if you're really looking for like the closest, the to me, the closest like facsimile of New York pizza out here is Joe's Pizza in Hollywood. Oh, I had a really, That's, that would just jizz her pants when anybody would mention Joe's Pizza, Joe's Pizza. It's, I mean, it really is. Cause well, my philosophy on pizza is it, if it, it is good, if you can do it with no toppings. If you yes. can nail it with just the bread, the sauce, the cheese, if you could fucking nail that, then you have good pizza. I've never been one for toppings. I think it's all fucking nonsense. <laughs> I genuinely do. For me, I, I, I appreciate everyone's love for pepperoni or mushroom or olive, whatever you want to do. For uh-huh. me, I'm like, I don't want any of that nonsense. I want the bare bones because I need to know if it, like, if it tastes good then it's good. If uh, it's like pepper, pepperoni can mask some bullshit on a pizza. It can. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, have you had Brooklyn pizza wagon? No. Yeah. Um, apparently it's from Brooklyn. Uh, and, um, they have one on Ventura in Sherman Oaks. 
and oh my god okay and it and it tastes like it tastes like new york street pizza you know like buck, buck of slice <sighs> pizza oh brothers oh <laughs> and then uh further up the street is mulberry street which i i feel like is a is a pretty good new york pizza i've heard of mulberry street i've yeah. heard of mulberry street pizza yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah, but I will I will agree with you that the pizza at Disneyland and Disney Parks is sus. <laughs> like unless you're unless you go to like Via Napoli and Epcot. Oh, sure. Right. Well, like yeah. that, that's that's the acceptable pizza on Disney property. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, Not that fucking pizza Rizzo business over in Hollywood <laughs> Studio. How dare you? How dare you make the worst like food in Hollywood Studios a Muppets thing? How dare you? Uh, you know, it made me really sad when they closed down the Muppets 3D thing because, like, here, yeah, yeah, I I love the Muppets with all my heart, and like, yeah, it was me my too. favorite thing to do, you know, to just sit in that nice air conditioned theater and watch that silly movie. Uh, it's so you know? fucking silly and delightful. I mean, they still have it in Florida. It's only a matter of time, but it's still there. I, I think they might keep it, but like they and now they're doing like a they they do like a little Muppet show in Liberty Square now. Have you oh, I love that? it! Oh yeah, the yeah. Muppet the uh, the the Muppets Tales of History. Oh yeah. my god, so <laughs> fun! And then like that quietly went away for like a while, and then it like full surprise just started up again one day oh. at Magic Kingdom. It was just like oh. the Muppets are back. Oh, that's awesome. Because I think around now they do like the Muppets like do some. I think they do something about Christmas with the wind like around now. <coughs> do they? I think so. Hmm. I haven't seen it, but that doesn't mean they don't do it. I just haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, I know um, when we saw it, it was the Paul Revere story when we <laughs> they were doing the the yeah. We got our we got our chicken sandwich from the Sleepy Hollow refreshments, which is <laughs> yeah. top, that's top tier. Magic Kingdom is the chicken sandwich, like the fried chicken sandwich there. Unfucking real. I have to say, the food at Liberty Tree is pretty good. <sighs> yeah. Do you want Thanksgiving <laughs> at any given time? Yes. The Liberty Tree. Yeah. Like that's good. And then, um, what what what's that that buffet in the was that the gold golden golden horseshoe? No, no, golden horseshoe. I think is the is the is the show, right? Or... Oh God! Well, I mean, well, no, no, no. I think that the the show is the Hoopty Doo Review. Okay, yeah. So maybe it is the and that's Horse. over at Wilderness Lodge. Okay, because yeah. there, there's there's sister restaurants. There's the Golden Horseshoe, I think, there, and we have the Diamond Horseshoe here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that makes. Um, sense. I think that's how it is. But there there is, I think, a show at the Golden Horseshoe down there. But just like a like an eleven minute like we're gonna uh, do howdy y'all welcome to the frontier. And then maybe it's maybe it's not that I don't know. It's a it's like right it's like right around there, and right. they have it, it's it's a big ass buffet that has everything that you could want. And like, I I enjoy a buffet. I think I get that from my dad. He was a big fan of the Chinese buffet. Oh, we loved the buffets growing up. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we used to go to this one buffet in Northeast Philly called Duff's, and like, I would just try and keep up with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the downfall of us trying to keep up with our parents. Yeah. yeah, there used to be this hoagie shop called Greenman's. And one time after my parents had split up, I was at my dad's for the weekend and we got hoagies from Greenman's. And I mean, they are like, they look like fireplace logs. Which uh. like huge. And I finished one once and I was like, dad, 
I finished it. I finished the grievance hoagie. And he was like, yeah. And his girlfriend was like, what is wrong with you? You're going to kill this kid. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Nicole, this is a very weird way to tell me you're, you're podcasting from beyond the grave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My heart immediately seized and that was the Just, end of it. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was fully me- like we the my the best meal uh, doubling back to Disney World. The best meal I had on that last vacation we went was I was so happy to finally do it. Always wanted to do it my whole life was the Ohana dinner. Yes, I went there with Polynesian. my mom. That place is amazing. I truly to this day, and I'm like forty pounds heavier than I was when I went there. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. It's the most food I've ever eaten in one sitting in my life, and like yeah. I. I could, I really couldn't. I really couldn't deal with it. I was eating so many of the noodles and then the meat came and I was like, yeah, uh, more. And then they had the audacity to bring you that bread pudding after all of that. <laughs> oh, here. <laughs> oh, oh, you thought you were done? <laughs> How about another rum drink and a pineapple, you fat fuck? Oh man, the rum drink. Yeah, the lapu-lapu oh. in, the, in the pineapple. Mm. Oh, the rum drinks. So good. Oh, so good. We also went to the the other restaurant uh in the Polynesian. Uh, oh, okay. Like a regular sit-down restaurant. Right, right, right. And uh I ate my weight in sushi. Like because they oh, brought word. this like giant plate of sushi out. My mom doesn't eat sushi. Mm. She's just like looking at me and I'm like, you want to try some? <laughs> mm. <laughs> just popping them in like popcorn. Amazing. So good. Oh, it was so so good. Next time, I want to actually do the um, the luau that they have. Oh yeah, like you, the, you the dinner to, and a show. Dude, you gotta book that like three years in advance. Well, first of all, it's only six months because that's when they start taking dining reservations. Yeah, but it fills up like that though. That's why you get a travel agent, mom. Who uses a travel agent? I did. I <laughs> got a travel agent when I went to Disney World, and it really? was lit. It was truly, I swear to God, I, it was a free service. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the thing is the Disney ends up paying these people like a commission for doing the service of booking somebody a Disney vacation. Huh. So like I used, I used a service called Small World Vacations, got set up with this lovely, lovely woman uh, who literally, she was like, what do you want to do? Like, what restaurants would you like for what day and what park, what time? She, or, and, you know, we'd get, we'd be back and forth in emails being like, Hey, restaurant reservations are next week. What, uh, just c- to confirm you would like this for this day, this for this day. And like, if something couldn't get booked, she would book like the next time. So she'd be like, all right, seven wasn't available, but I put down a reservation for six and for eight, which one would you prefer? What? They did all this for me quite literally free of charge. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. What, the, and it was the nicest people. Like they sent me a fucking card after we got back to being like, we hope you had a magical vacation. Thank you for like choosing us. That's, that's awesome. When I, I really can't recommend for people out there. If you're, if you're in your future going to book a Disney world vacation or uh, any Disney park for that matter, I right. really recommend going through like a Disney specialized travel agent. Wow. When, when I took my mom to Disney World for her birthday, sorry, I'm like moving around. There's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. here. Um, no, <laughs> it's all good. Um, but I, I booked that thing completely on my own. And I put so much time into it. I think I did a really good job. You know, we, we stayed at a budget hotel, but like we spent, you know, I, I made all the reservations. We had a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I booked all the restaurants and like, 
figured out what days, you know, I coordinated the restaurants with what parks we were going to be in that day. And like, I was really on it. Like I, I was pretty proud of myself. I mean, the one thing I did do on my own was I did do all the fast passes because that was, that's crazy that it was, I think it was like a full 60 days out. Like you have to book your fast passes. Yeah, that and is- I was literally sitting on the toilet at 3 a.m. because, <laughs> like, for like this set, could, to make sure we got, like, we gotta make sure we get the Toy Story one. We gotta make sure we, you know, I, I, I we can't not get a Tower of Terror. We can't not, Haunted you know, Mansion. Haunted Mansion, of course. Uh, well, that's one. I mean, yeah, you got a fast pass, but I'm also like, we're gonna end up running that like three or four times. So. Yeah. I'm not really what I think the big one at the time it was the Slinky Dog roller coaster and still the Seven Dwarves Mine Train was like oh yeah still like the tea. It was we couldn't believe how long that line was every uh, time we'd pass by it. Yeah, we managed to get a fast pass. Um, yeah, when I went with my cousins to to go on the mine ride. And what's funny about that is I thought I was gonna die on that ride because the lap bar is not all that great, and I am a large person. Mm-hmm. And like, it didn't really lap oh, me mama. in. The size difference between <laughs> me and my boyfriend is literally like one of those, like it is, if it's a shared lap bar, it's, Haha, I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, so this is how I got launched into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. When I went one time and um, I went with a bunch of uh, other cousins and they had taken my cousin Michelle's nephew, who was like in high school at the time, and the mm. poor kid lost his glasses on the very last day on um, Big Thunder Mountain. Oh no! So the poor oh, kid. Well, I like, mean, they warn you; it's the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> they do, but like, you don't think your glasses are going to fly off your face, you know? Oh, I always think my glasses are going flying off my face. <laughs> I there's I can't tell you how many ride photos exist in my life of me like this. <laughs> Just holding the stems of my glasses on my face, being like, don't come off, please. Oh, man. Jeez. Well, did, have you have you gotten to see the second part of the Harry Potter uh, land? No, I, I never I didn't get to see that. I did see the the summer that it opened uh-huh. the um, like the Hogsmeade, like the, the first Wizarding World part portion. Uh, still when it had like the, the dragon challenge roller coaster, Oh, okay. uh, like that summer when I happened to be visiting some family, going to visit some family in Tampa mm-hmm. and like, w- and my parents were there and I convinced them to drive up to Orlando. Just, <laughs> and I was like, I literally, I literally, I was like, I want to go in for four hours tops. I was like, I'm not going for a whole day. I literally wanted to go see the Harry Potter stuff and leave. I mean, I would have, would like to have a whole day. But the way to get my parents, I was like, you guys, we'll we'll go up to Orlando, you'll go to City Walk. If you just get dinner and a movie, that's four, that's, I was like, that's four hours of your time, you know? And I was like, and I promise I will go, I will do what I need to do. I just want to ride the two rides, eat some of the food, get some candy and get the fuck out. And I did. I did everything that there was to do at Har- in Hogsmeade. And then on top of that, I still got to ride Dudley Do-Ride's Ripsaw Falls. Nice. Um, I took my mom when we went to Florida. We, we did one day in Universal. And because we went for seven days. So I was like, we're not going to do mm-hmm. seven whole days in Disney, Disney World. Let's, no, not at all. And she was really excited about seeing the Harry Potter stuff. So we went super early. And, and we just took a cab. 
I was like, fuck it, we're just taking a cab. We took a cab. Uh, we walked all over the park, all over the park to the point where like, I was, I think my, well, first of all, my mom does not like uh, crazy rides. Mm-hmm. And I was, and there were no lines for any of the rides for some reason. We caught it. What like, time of at, year were you down there? You said uh, end of March or that was a different trip? Yeah, that was a different trip. I forget, I forget what it was we went. Uh, oh, we went right after, we went right after Thanksgiving. That's when it was. So we caught it at a bingo bango. That's exactly. So there were no lines, and there were no lines for the uh, the castle ride. Oh god! Oh no! And I did not know what the castle ride was like. I thought it was a like a slow ride through the castle. Oh no! So we go in right, and I sit on the one side of the thing, and she sits on the other. And I'm thinking to myself, this doesn't seem like. Uh, tame ride. Why then, are there shoulder? Why yeah. is there, so? Here, oh, comes, no. well, here comes the shoulder harness, and the lady walks over to me and goes, "It goes click click." She's like, "I need another click, hun. Can you take a can you take a breath?" And I went, "What do you mean?" And then she clicked it, and then we whooshed off. <sighs> and for those of you at home that aren't familiar with this ride, it's like a three D kind of weird experience ride where you are flying all over, flying, and we get off the ride. And we're and I'm like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and my mom's like I just I just need to sit down just sit down <laughs> no yeah it's like literally it's a mechan- like a, a mechanical arm on a roller coaster track yeah it's crazy I like, did not know that <laughs> that is true for like that is truly the most hardcore ride I will ever go on and I will go on it like once every two years immediately <laughs> regret it but still think is last time i went on it at universal over here uh we got stuck on it for just like a couple of minutes in different places we were so lucky in the positions that we got stuck in because we were just normal or maybe like on our back for like a couple of seconds uh-huh. when we got stuck the second time I heard what could only be described as a person's worst nightmare happening before them. Oh no. Cause I thought to myself, as we're going, there's like a, ha- a hair of a second where you're upside down and then you're back to normal. And then like we stopped and I heard it had to be somebody who got stuck in that upside down position. It, it was like a young girl. I just heard piercing screaming at the top of someone's ah, 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 oh, oh no. my god i'm gonna die oh my god and i was like i would have thrown up instantly if i was stuck upside down oh like that. oh instantly. no doubt no especially doubt. on that ride the way it fucking just jostles you all over the place yeah 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 it's, yeah. I always think every time I get off that ride, I'm like, if that ride were 30 seconds longer, I'd, there'd be vomit all over me. I w- I feel that way about Star Tours and the Simpsons ride in Universal. I can't do, I can't do, we're the same. I'm not good with screen rides. Yeah. It, 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 if, if Star Tours was 10 seconds longer, I would throw up. I always, I have to sit on the aisle seat, like the, the first seat in the row closest to the exit door. Cause the second they open, I just have to go out and get air. Yeah. I have to, like, I'm in cold sweats by the end of Star Tours. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Well, let me ask you. So, yeah. What? <laughs> so, East Coast Pizza. Let's talk a little bit about East okay. Coast Pizza. Okay. okay. Let's okay. do it. Okay. We'll get into so, it. So, 
I don't know is that does like this is Staten Island do they have like pizza places that are like holy shit that like people don't know about or do you have to like go in to like Manhattan to really get the good pizza? Oh well, a fuck Manhattan with the pizza. Like, about a who's who's making the pizza in Manhattan? Like, yeah. get out of here. Prince Street Pizza is pretty baller. Okay, I'm good. I can't say that it fuck all Manhattan pizza. Like, you know, obviously, hashtag not all pizza. Um, <laughs> but, but like, I think the best, the best pizza in New York, period, is Brooklyn and Staten Island. I okay. think we've got the best, period. In in uh, in Brooklyn, there's L&M Spumoni Gardens, which Ooh. is the best traditional pizza you'll ever have in your life. Like, it's unreal. It is the golden crown when like you when when I go visit home, that is a big deal of like, oh, we're gonna go get dinner at Spumoni Gardens. Nice. Uh, we're just gonna get two fucking giant pizzas and just be disgusting. Oh. Uh, and that's in Brooklyn. And then on Staten Island, the one that everybody's heard of because it's actually made a whole bunch of like the best pizza in New York lists, like all that kind of it's Danino's in uh in on Staten Island. It's that type of pizza where you can't get it by the slice, you have to get it by the pie, and they do like the crisscross oh, cut ta- on it. Tavern cut. That tavern cut, like thin, thin, thin. Um, but it's like the greatest little date night for food ever because there's Danino's pizza and then across the street is a Ralph's Ices. Oh. So it's the perfect little spot. My favorite pizza on Staten Island, uh, and it maybe it's just because it's a pizzeria near where my parents' house are, uh, is, um, but Gino's Pizza right outside. It's like, um, I can't remember the like the street because it's like part of a mini mall uh-huh. as most, as the best pizza places in Staten Island are. <laughs> or in New York. If they're in a strip mall, you're getting some good fucking pizza, sis. That's, I like it. Um, Gino's it was it's right next to where like the Michael's craft store is <laughs> fair 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 <laughs> like, it's like here's a dollar store here's a Michael's and then Gino's <laughs> because it's it's what I love about about that kind of pizzeria on Staten Island is I feel like there's just this phenomenon that I don't I've never experienced this anywhere else where it's a strip mall front you go in there's like you know your your pizzeria thing but then there's a gorgeous dining room like off to the oh. side like it is a gorgeous Italian restaurant in a fucking strip mall interesting and I I don't think I've ever seen that anywhere else outside of New York. I think that's a really like unique thing. And I'm I obviously I'm probably wrong. There's there is a place who's I oh uh, there's a place in Chicago on the south side called Rico Benny's. Okay. And and that's the same kind of way. Like you walk in and it's like pizza counter. You know they have a bunch of stuff that you can get. Uh, they have this crazy breaded chicken sandwich. It's mm. like. It's, I'm gonna send you the pictures. You have to see it to believe it. And it, it's like a breaded chicken sandwich, but like with like, che- but like parm style, like cheese and sauce. But they right, also, right, right, right. But they also put uh, jardinera on it, which is crazy. Um, I love jardinera. It's it's so good. Like you wouldn't think it would be good, but it's good. So anyway, I wanted to go and get it, and I'm looking at the menu, and it says like the regular one, which is like six ninety nine. And then the king size, which is only like a dollar and a half more. And I'm like, well, what's the difference 
between the regular and the king size. And the girl's like, oh, about four and a half inches. And I was like, oh, well, let me get the king size. And as she's ringing it up, and she's like, oh, and it, ha- oh, and it has two pieces of chicken on it. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So I ate the whole thing because I wanted to hurt myself. But like, <laughs> it was, I said, the pictures are just ridiculous. But what's great about this place is it's like a lot of like polished wood. It's been there since I think the twenties. So it's all polished wood and this beautiful black and white tile floor. That's like spotless and like this whole big dining room off to the side, or you could just like eat at a table, like in, like, you know, in front of like the pizza Mm -hmm. and the pizza itself is not really all that good. And Dave Yates warned me. He's like, I told you that pizza is not all that good. It's the sandwich that you want. Yeah. Like so good. So good. Oh man. <laughs> Just like blew my fucking socks off, man. Oh man. <laughs> and I had to go back to my Airbnb because I was there for a comedy festival. I had to go back to my Airbnb and like take a nap. <laughs> uh, I love a good meal that makes you need to nap. Like that's uh we are truly kindred spirits. <laughs> we really are. We really are. We were really meant to find each other in this life. I really do believe. <laughs> I really like I'm never I, I'm not one to always like go in for the things are our true fate. But then sometimes you make some friends along the way where you're like, there's no way we were destined to fucking know each other. <laughs> totally. When the corona is over, you got to come over for dinner. Oh, I would love that <laughs> so much. I'll bake a pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll make a, I'll make a key lime pie because turns out I fucking nail a key lime pie. Really? I try. I tried make. It's one of my favorite desserts, if not my favorite dessert. Tried. I never thought to like try to make one on my own. Uh-huh. There happened to be one a recipe in. I'm a huge fan of Alex Guarnaschelli. Oh yeah. Her cookbooks are incredible. Uh-huh. Happened to be a recipe, and there was like, let me try this. This doesn't seem too hard. I fucking killed it. That's awesome. That is. I am so afraid to make those kinds of pies. It's like, truly not that hard. key lime pie. Shockingly easy to make. Really. Yeah, because you know what? I'll I'll uh, I'll get the recipe for you, the one that I used. I just followed it, especially with baking. I know it's a place to play with flavor and stuff, but I'm very like into the chemistry of if you do this exactly right, you're gonna get the perfect thing. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So I'll give you I'll give you the recipe that I used and oh. try try making it because that. What's great about I, I, this is like almost this is a callback to the Lindsay Adams episode uh-huh. is uh, I love when she said, like, even if it like doesn't look good, it still tastes fine because as yeah. long as there's sugar in it, it's going to taste fine. Yeah, sugar, butter. I mean, how sugar, really butter, <laughs> cream cheese. How could you go wrong? Well, for, for Thanksgiving, uh, Vanessa, when she left, she left a silicone cupcake tin. So. Yeah, that's right. He's snapping his fingers. You can't see oh it. Oh my uh, like, god! <laughs> uh, I don't have any silicone bakeware yet. It's I wouldn't either. <laughs> she hadn't have left that, and I made. Uh, Anna is gluten free, so I wanted to make a good dessert that was gluten free, mm-hmm. and I made gluten free pineapple upside down cupcakes. <gasps> Ooh, perfect! So, oh, that's a perfect. So easy to make. So easy to make. You just melt some butter and you throw some uh, some brown sugar at the bottom of the things. Mm-hmm. You put some crushed pineapple and a cherry in the middle. And then you, I just used um, King Arthur flour, gluten-free yellow cake mix. Nice. And in, instead of the milk or the water, okay. um, you use pineapple juice. And you just mix it up 
Incredible. Throw it in, and they and because it was silicone, um, the the cake part just popped right out. And it was it was a little hard to get out because of the because of the goo. The goo, but, yeah. But in the in the recipe, they were just like to scrape it out with a spoon and just drizzle it back on. Drizzle and, back on top. And I put them out to 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 like to cool, and I was worried because they looked very wet. But once they cooled, they stiffened up a little. So mm-hmm. they, you know, but like, yeah, they came out amazing. No one was more shocked than me because like baking is not really my jam because I like to experiment. Right. You know, and with baking, like you kind of have to follow the recipe pretty much. You, you have to pretty much like nail the basic before you can go in and be like, okay, now let's try throwing in some blueberries and let's, or right. let's try making it chocolate or what about hazelnut? Cause like everything's that you do with that's going to fuck with the chemistry of it all. Right. Right. Like my mom makes babkas for Christmas mm-hmm. and oh, she's been making delicious. them forever and ever. And her specific one is not so much like the one you see like on TV. It's, it's more cakey than it is bread-like. Um, and, but it, and it's got like a sweet cheese and golden raisins in it. It's real good. Um, and my friend used to own a, like a brunch place. And she was like, said to my mom, Hey, have you thought about making a chocolate version of this? And it was so hard for my mom to be like, I don't to know. Rapper. I yeah. The rapper minor at it, but also like take the chance and it not being good. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like the idea of fucking with the recipe is yeah. like, what? Yeah. No. And let me tell you, not, not only did it come out good, but Mary Kate actually started serving it. Uh, she would French toast it. She would cut a big thick slice and oh. chocolate babka French toast. So once once Mary Kate closed her place, my mom didn't make it anymore. And I just said to her the other day, I was like, I know you're sending me babka, but like, did you try making the, the chocolate ones again? And she's like, I don't really care for it. So I don't think I'm going to make it. I'm like, but I like <laughs> it. It's so but good. I liked it. Yeah, it's so good. I'll send you the recipe for my mom. She makes these. Oh, please. She has this Colonial Williamsburg cookbook that she bought a million years ago. Huge. Wow. I mean, honestly, (laughs) your mother is an icon. Like, uh, a Colonial Williamsburg cookbook. And in that cookbook, there is a recipe for these sweet potato mini muffins. Okay. And they are yes. Delightful. Oh, you brought this up on the Lindsay episode. I think you yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, that sounds so good. Yeah, so good. And I tried making them gluten free this year, and you can do it too, and it works. Awesome, awesome, uh, awesome, awesome. It's like it's like this new project that I have. Like if I have something that's like not gluten free, I'm like, hey, can I make this gluten free? Can and will you it- make it gluten free? And usually you can, and you can't tell the difference. Yeah, that's fair. I. I've yet to dip my toe into the gluten-free baking. A, because like I'm not, neither is yeah. like any, either of my roommates. So there's no like reason for me to have to. Sure. But I'm also like, I'm such a dessert traditionalist with it all. I'm just like, oh, yeah. what are you meant to eat it? Like, oh, oh, totally, totally. And like, I mean, I have, there are things that I've made that aren't gluten-free, but like if I know that Anna's going to be there, like I'm yeah. not going to, I don't want to make something that somebody can't eat. Yeah, that's, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I like I made a I make a I made a um a chicken uh yeah, chicken cutlet. And I made that gluten-free. Our um I pounded I mean, that let me, super thin. <laughs> what the graham, graham crackers I I'm going to assume are not gluten-free, but I assume that they make gluten-free graham crackers. Probably. So yeah, so then a pie would be like the easiest thing to make gluten-free. 
or cheesecake, I mean, oh, right? Cheesecake, sure. Yeah. Cause uh-huh. like if you can get a gluten-free graham cracker crust on that, like I don't I like thinking about it, I'm like, I don't think there's anything gluten about the filling of a cheesecake. No, it's all dairy. It's all dairy and sugar. Yeah. So unless you're sugar free, that's a whole different. If you're diabetic, oh boy. You're fucked. Uh, yeah, you're fucked. Sorry, you have to eat bad Costco cookies. Oh, yo, I'll tell you what. When I was on the road with MasterChef last year, uh, we, you know, we we did a we did a week in New York, and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> two things about that. I I on my only day off, I took a cab to the village and I got pizza, and it was from where? Oh. It's okay if you can't remember, or like cross streets. It was right around the corner from the from the Mary's Cheese Shop. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and it was, and and I ordered like five pieces of pizza, like different kinds. Yeah. And the guy was kind of looking at me, and I ate all of it. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, fuck you, buddy." Like, that's... <laughs> yeah, you think I can't eat this? Watch me. <laughs> Watch me, sir. Yeah. And then we had to eat at the at the Red Lobster in Times Square. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I had a friend that was a waiter there for years, years and years. I, I would imagine either the tips are great or awful. Like I, I don't. That's think exactly. You're there. exactly right. There is no middle ground. Yeah, it's either really nice or practically non-existent. Yeah. So we had to eat there, but, um, but then we went to the junior's cheesecake and oh. like, yeah. And I know that I it's love a that. trap, but that, that is some good fucking cheesecake. Man. Look, I, as someone like, I see it, I've seen a lot of show like Broadway in my life. Every time I go home, I always try to like make it a point to go and see a show. I spent uh-huh. a lot of time in Times Square. Junior's is nothing to fuck with. It is really, really, really good. Yeah. Like there's a reason that it, that a, it, it is a tourist trap. But as far as like the immense amount of money you can end up dropping at a Times Square restaurant, yeah. like it's, I, I think Junior's is like the top tier of all of that overpriced stuff there. So good. And I went to dinner with my boss and then like my immediate boss and we went to this steakhouse called the Strip House. Mm-hmm. And if I ever go back and have money to drop, I will take whoever I am with to eat there. It's like an old school steakhouse with the red walls and the jack, the white jacket waiters, you know? Oh, man. Oh, just. oh man. A place where, you know, you know, hits were ordered by somebody in that restaurant at some point. Yes. And you wouldn't even really know it was there if you weren't looking for it. Yeah. And it was just any, I, I'm a sucker for a steakhouse with a linen uh, tablecloth. So, you know. Uh, absolutely um, yeah absolutely oh just the steak was like and they're just gabbing away and i'm not saying a word and i am just like eating my steak just eating my steak and you know i don't drink anymore and my immediate boss who was like 28 she's like oh you want a glass of wine i'm like no as i'm eating and she's like oh do you don't you don't like wine like what how come like just like poking at me about it and my big boss got it immediately because I can't drink anymore. <laughs> like, um, and she's like, why don't you, why don't you? And I'm just like stuffing steak in my face. So she's like trying to get me to drink wine. And I'm like, I'm an addict. I can't drink wine. And she's like, oh, I'm like, you're going to eat that? Like, she's just like stabbing steak off of her plate. Like just 
I'd rather have more steak. I don't. I don't drink need your wine. I'll eat my meats. Yeah, seriously, I don't need to fill up with wine when I could fill up with meat. Oh, right. the meat is exactly. so good. I love meat. I steak. love it. I, I love steak so much, ma'am. I love steak. I best meal I've ever had in my life was I went to Gordon Ramsay steak in Las Vegas. Really? My one year anniversary with my, my boyfriend, you know, we're still together, but uh, for our one year anniversary, we did a Vegas trip and it was my, it was truly a dream of mine to be able to go to Gordon Ramsay steak and do the hell's kitchen tasting menu. That was (gasps) something I always wanted to do. And And he did did that for me. Uh, Oh yeah. That's when I knew that that's when I knew I needed to lock that one down when I was like, that's he love, remember, baby. like <laughs> he really went there. Like we we fully dropped like three hundred dollars on one single meal. Oh, like, sure. and it is the best meal I've ever had in my life. The beef Wellington at that restaurant. Like I could when it literally came to the table, I went, I can't believe I'm gonna have the beef Wellington from TV. Yeah. Like I couldn't believe that I was gonna eat. So much screaming, so much screaming about that beef Wellington. So much, so much, so much, so much screaming. Oh, the scallop. I was like, it's the the ones that are always raw. (laughs) Oh, come on, you muppet. (laughs) He's, he's a ridiculous person. He is. He's so, uh, I like the way that like I did a complete 180 on Guy Fieri where I was like, I hated him, hated him, hated him. And then it just suddenly like that, that switch clicked in my brain. I'm like, Oh, he's like the coolest person in the world. Like, I feel like I have that opposite with Gordon Ramsay, but I'm just like, <laughs> I loved him. And now I'm like, God, what an asshole. Well, you know, he, he but totally, then it's funny. He totally turns it on for that show. Cause did you ever watch his show? The F word? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know he turns it on for TV. I'm saying like, even on his, like, uh, like on his TikTok, like sometimes it's really funny when he critiques, like, cause he'll critique people's cooking. <laughs> like, and sometimes it's really funny. And other times it's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. Like, I'm not going to look to you for what a good late night stoner grilled cheese is supposed to be. Seriously. I don't need you. I don't need you fucking commenting on some of like, Cause it was particular like this one TikTok chef that I really like. Uh, he's YouTube guy, blah, blah, blah. He was making like a ramen grilled cheese. Oh, like, which was like, I mean, it's gross. It's late night. It's stoner food. It's like the, and Gordon Ramsay like did a like a, a reply video where he was just like, oh, what a this, disgusting. Oh, that's not ch- like just a lot. And it's like, this isn't for you, you fucking. Oh, you're so pretentious. Yeah, seriously. You know how he's like always like screaming about garlic and like I, yeah. I and like garlic powder is not a thing. Like he, he does. He talks a lot about that on MasterChef and honestly i put garlic powder in everything i make and you know what it it works it's a great it works salt pepper garlic powder is a great coating for chicken when you're just like cooking up some chicken and some vegetables right you know it it's it's great in sauces because you don't have chunks if you don't want chunks you know or if like you just like i don't have money to go constantly buy garlic but i can buy a seven dollar thing of garlic powder and you know, it's not exactly the same, but it works really well. I don't know. I'm I mean, I'm, I, 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 I'm a little bit of a purist when it comes to the garlic. I feel like when it comes to when it like, you know, I, I, I look at garlic, I go to Ralph's like, you know, you get a head for 50 cents. I'm like, come on. Like it's yeah. not that much more. It's just more work. I, it is work, but like, I, 
Yeah, I guess. To get it all like little and shit. I I fucking hate food prep with all my heart and soul. (laughs) Chopping vegetables, slicing on it. Like I hate it. Truly cannot stand it. Like I, I, it was the, like the, I hope that was half the reason why I was like, oh, I'm never going to be a chef because I would never want to work my way through a kitchen. Right. Yeah. You couldn't be a line cook. You'd just be like, no, in no way. (laughs) Fuck that. You know what I'm falling in love with is shallots. I love shallots. I put shallots in my sauce. Shallots are so good. And if you go to like the 99 cent store, like they sell shallots in a bag for like $1.50 and you get mm-hmm. like a ton of them instead of going to Ralph's where they're like, you know, way more money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shallots are like that where they shouldn't cost that much, but they somehow do. Yeah. Like I like putting them in like scrambled eggs. Cook them down in some butter before you, before you put the before you put the eggs in. Like mm, absolutely, just, absolutely. Mm. All right. Mm. So, last question: mm. What is your okay? What's your favorite favorite thing to cook? Oh man. Okay. There's. I'm gonna have to say there. It's a tie. It's two different things. Okay. Uh, I love to make, and it is a it's a mean motherfucking bolognese uh, with uh, with pancetta. Uh, it's like a ground beef and pancetta meat sauce, and I reduce some white wine and in, and in, into it into this into a you know a, your basic bolognese, but with the like yeah with a nice like good good like chopped pancetta in there as well to give it like that extra fat. Um, so there's that, uh, and that's that particularly goes over rigatoni because of the way that it just hooks into that sauce. I mean into that noodle. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's. I'm, I, I'm going to make it for you. Like when this okay. is over, I will, I will 100% make it for you. Okay. I make it once a month, it, like period. Cause it's so fucking heavy and it lasts for three days. I love, I love a recipe that you can eat for many days. Oh, it's honestly, it is in the, the recipe that, that I, that I use literally, she describes it as like, it, it is best eaten in front of the fridge cold at midnight. Oh yeah. Oh. That's how that that's on. That's always been my litmus test for does your Italian food slap is does it taste good in front of the fridge? Ice fucking cold in the middle of the night. Dude, I make, I make a lasagna <sighs> that is like this. And the last time I made it, I was I, I started doing this podcast with Anna and Stu called Sue to the Simpsons, where we review each episode of the Simpsons. And so I, was ma- so I was making dinner and I made this lasagna and like all three of us were just like in a coma and it is the best the next day when you cut a piece out or just right out of the tin, just right into your mouth in front of the refrigerator, just everything mm-hmm. is all congealed. Like I mm-hmm. love lasagna so much. In fact, it's been uh, a while. Yeah. I should make one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the other thing that's my favorite, and this is like fully the most, the, it is the worst possible thing you could be like putting in your body. It is so bad for like, it is so fatty. It is so, I make a chicken pot pie casserole. What? I need the recipe for that. Oh, 100%. It is so fucking easy. It we is it. It. easy so that, peasy. Walk me through it. So it's, walk me through it's, it. it's okay. It's literally your basic fucking like chicken Popeye. You just you have your about a uh, pound or so, pound and a half of cooked chicken chopped up nice. Uh, you back um, about a cup, cup and a half of frozen peas, uh, a fresh carrot like th- sliced really, really nice and thin. About a cup of uh, 
half a cup to a cup of sliced carrot. Depend. It all depends on what you like in your ratio in a chicken. Like I love a hearty chicken pot pie with sure. a lot of filling. Yeah. Um, and then it's can of cream of chicken, cup of uh, chicken broth, you know, salt, pepper, make your filling with that. You get everything layered in there, pour the, the, your little, like your soup mixture on, and then you do cup and a half of like Bisquick with like cup of milk uh, to, and then you, you basically make that batter, pour that on top. And then you melt an entire stick of butter and drizzle that on top, bake it for about 40 minutes. Uh And it's just, it's unbelievable. It, it, it is the most basic, like country white bread flavored thing you know it's like <laughs> s it's literally s and p and the vegetables and the chain like it's all just like the flavors of like all the and of course processed cream of chicken soup uh <laughs> um that's the i i love it i love making it it is 100 like it is only for those weeks where i'm like yeah i'm totally fine if this is a week where i put on weight yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's it's winter it's winter time. Oh, I don't care anymore. I, I cared at the beginning of quarantine for about like five and a half minutes <laughs> where it was like, I'm not going to go insane with eating. Uh-huh. Um, turns out when I, uh, I, I do have an addictive personality uh, <laughs> and I have turned my addiction to doing comedy into an addiction to eating. Well, like, I think you would like my mom's poppy seed chicken. Listen to this. So it's like. Tell me right now. It's like. You know, like a, a couple of chicken breasts, you know, cook them up, right. chop them up, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. cream of mushroom soup, you know, love it. Um, a little bit of sour cream, uh, mix that up, put that in a dish, whatever kind of dish do you want to use, you know, but my favorite part mm. is um, you take like a sleeve or two of Ritz crackers, smash them up and then take oh. like two sticks of butter, melt it. Pour it into the bowl that you have the crackers in. Right, 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 right. Mix it up, put it on the top. Uh, if you want to, I skip the poppy seeds, even though it's called poppy seed chicken. It just they get stuck in your teeth. You can throw them right. in, whatever. Um, and also, too, if you want to do a little garlic and stuff in, like you know, season up your play you know, around with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, put the crackers on the top. Put it in the oven, and then when it starts to bubble, it is done. And you have like those buttery, buttery fucking cracker bits. Plus the, you know, you can even put like a bag of uh, frozen peas and carrots in there if you want to really jazz it up, you know, if you're trying to stretch it. Um, yeah. But it is so good. And it's like in like, you know, in like a cold week that we have here, you know, <laughs> like, it's just the it's such good comfort food. Mm. It's so good. I'm going to. Yeah, you got to send me that recipe, like, like write it down and send it to me. Cause I'm going to make, I'm going to, yeah. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, I'm going to make that shit. And my bachi used to make this thing called matzapona, which is like basically like garlic and onion and then, uh, ground beef, you know, when you just cook that all mm-hmm. together. Um, and then a can of tomato soup, throw that in there. And just sort of let it like bubble all together and then throw in mm-hmm. some cooked uh, elbow macaroni and you put that all together and then you serve that with uh, like a <sighs> like a mashed potato and then like peas or something, whatever, green beans, whatever kind of like side dish you want to make. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't care if it's a starch with a starch. It, I don't care. Oh, who the fuck? 
abs get the fuck out of here who the fuck do what are we the pope get out of here right i'm right. gonna yeah for christmas this year it's gonna be a roast beef with obviously you gotta have a mashed potato yeah. on the side with it but it's also you can't be an italian on christmas and not make a tray of baked ziti what no fucking ziti like what no ziti <laughs> what do you mean no ziti well, wait, it's uh, already like a stab in my mother's heart that I'm not making seafood on Christmas Eve. Oh, do you, do you do the fishes? Oh, that was that was a big growing up thing. That was yeah the 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 whole the the seven fishes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the fishes. Yeah, I think that's why I had an aversion to seafood when I was like little because it was like very you're just thrown right in the deep end with an Italian <laughs> like a on Christmas Eve. And you're like, what's happening? So, ooh, what an awful word for a food like it sounds like something you clean your sink pipes with like scungili like it sounds like something like a a, a, like a fucking drano you pour down you know what fish they don't sell out here though that's making me crazy is i love Mm. flounder oh my my mother and flounder it is like she can't she loves it so fucking much she's been losing her mind because she can't find flounder anywhere right now really well or i should say she can't find flounder that isn't outrageously overpriced right now well i don't think they even sell it out here i don't see it at ralph's i don't see it anywhere it's not a west coast fish i don't think i think it's a very i think it's an atlantic fish i love it it's so good I mean, the seafood, I think the seafood back east hits much better than the seafood out here. Like, not going to, like, uh, I I think fucking, like, East Coast lobster and crab is, like, such. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I had Brandy Posey uh, on a couple weeks ago. Oh, man. We talked about Maryland crab. Oh, that (laughs) Maryland crab. Oh, bitch. (laughs) Maryland crab and Maine lobster. It's, like, not to be such a basic bitch, but it's, like. It's good yeah, stuff. no, I've been to Maine. I've had the lobster and it changed my life. Like, Yeah. Oh, I, I've only changed lives a few times with the things that I cooked. Uh, when I was living with Anna and Sherman Oaks, I made, um, there's, first of all, there's a Russian supermarket in North Hollywood um, and they sell kibasi, and I'm a big oh. Polak, you know? So I went there <laughs> and, I, and I bought like the big $40 worth of fucking kibasi and I, right. made, I made kibasi and fried sauerkraut. And like, I've never actually oh, seen bitch. anybody's eyes roll into the back of their head. Like her eyes rolled into the back of her head. She actually requested me to make it for Thanksgiving. Oh, and nice. Did. And it, it, it was the best one I think I ever made. It's so easy to make too. You just, uh, you just cook down real slow, uh, butter and, and onion. And then you get like a jar. I recommend the Clausen, uh, in the okay. jar of sauerkraut. Oh, Clausen. Yeah. 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 Um, drain it a little bit. And okay. then. Uh, you had already salt and peppered your onions, but throw the, throw the, the sauerkraut in, uh, and I like a lot of pepper. So I just put a lot of pepper in and you just mix it up mm-hmm. and you just cook it slow for like an hour. Just every once in a while, walk over, give it a good stir until it like, it is a dark color and it is definitely like gotten a lot smaller. Um, okay. The easiest thing to make in the world. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh man. And then tonight it's going to be the the food tonight. I'm going to the store. Like right when we get off of this, uh-huh. uh, I'm running to the store so I can go make latkes tonight. Cause I forgot it's Hanukkah. Oh yeah. Like, until Hanukkah. yesterday when everyone's like, happy Hanukkah. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. 
Uh, it's Hanukkah. I don't have a menorah. I haven't made latkes. Like I got a uh, bad Jew. Bad Jew. I'm a bad fucking Jew. And I love how like last year I even said to myself, I was like, in my in the next couple of years, like I want to get more in touch with my Judaism and I want to <laughs> find that culture in me again. I miss this culture because I went to like one Seder for Passover and I was like, I miss being Jewish. <laughs> Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta get with it, man. Buy some applesauce and uh Oh yeah, some applesauce, some sour cream. Well, you know, I went to a like I'm, I was raised Catholic, but I went for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Um, I went to a Lithuanian Catholic school, right? Yeah, I mean, and, but let's be honest, Catholics are just like Jews that go to church on Sunday, like yeah, basically, we're the yeah. same thing. We just go on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like it potato pancakes are like mm. it's like an eastern european thing in general mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my bachi used to make them now in polish they're called plotskis and she made them and yes. they were about like the size of of, of lakas that you would get you know that you would make like at home you know right right like, you know, like a drink coaster size you know right but lithuanians make bellinis which are like the size of like a pancake yeah bellinis are fucking huge, huge. yeah and they for the for the summer bazaar they actually had a shed that they would make them and sell them at the school and they were just, you'd get just like a pile of sour cream and just cover it with sour cream. Cause I am, I am in love with sour cream. Sour cream is my spirit animal. Okay. Nice. So, and yeah. like just so good and so big, but so greasy, like it would tear my body apart <laughs> and I didn't even care. Oh man. So when people are like, I prefer applesauce, I'm like, you are missing out if you do not at least give sour cream a shot. On no, you, you have fried two, because you have, you got to have two latkes. You do sour cream with one, you do applesauce with the other. You have your dinner latka and your dessert latka. <laughs> I like the way you think. I like the way you hey, think. Hey, uh, look, the thing is, I've always been naturally thin, but it is catching up to me and I do not care. Like, I'm just like, I've, I've always been like that bitch that's like, but what if we did this extra, even grosser fat stoner thing with this food? Oh, yeah. What if we did that? Oh, yeah. Well, what what like- if we just, I thought I was a genius in high school for dipping an Oreo in peanut butter. I thought oh. I was a fucking, ge- have you never done that? I have not. <laughs> yeah, no, oh I will. I will. I, I, I will. Had I a promise. separate little <laughs> jar of peanut butter in my. This is how much of a spiritual fat kid I was. I had an extra jar of peanut butter in my bedroom. It was a small jar that I had there designated specifically to dip Oreos in. And I'm like, wow. no one's touching this except this is my jar of peanut butter to double dip Oreos as much as I fucking want in there. Wow. I mean, I kind of feel that way about sour cream. Uh, yesterday, uh, I ate while I was watching football. I ate tortilla chips, just dipped right into the sour cream. Just I right genu- in there. Part of, there was a <laughs> tiny part of me that really thought you were about to say I was just eating it right out the carton, just <laughs> with a spoon. And I, My stepdad does that. <laughs> the way that people like I, uh, one of the like, the people way people do that with mayo, and I like mayo, but people who just like a spoon of mayo, I'm like, what are you doing? You're a serial killer. Yeah, that, I I draw a little bit of a line there. I love mayo. In fact, I order extra mayo on everything. Everything. Like, anything that has mayo on it, like extra mayo. And I almost had a fucking spaz attack when I went to Eagle Rock Bakery, and they they made an Italian hoagie and they put mustard on it, and. I no, I was yeah. I yelled. Sorry, so that was really loud. I probably no, blew no, 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 pe- no, no, no. I I yelled so loud when it happened. Stuart came over and was like, "Are you okay? What happened?" 
And I'm like, they put fucking mustard on an Italian hero. Yeah, they put mustard on this. And he's like, so he's like, you yelled so loud. I thought there were thumbs on your sandwich. (laughs) No, look, and I'm not opposed to a spicy brown, but it's got to be on the side. That's not forever. With an Italian hoagie. Sure. But put it on the side so it can get like a little bit. You're just like, you know what? I want this bite to have a little bit of a kick to it. You put you if you make an Italian sandwich on bread. Yes. Like sliced bread. You can you can put as much fucking mustard on that as you want. Whatever you, bullshit you want. Yeah, yeah. You want to put a gallon of Golden's, uh, you know, Golden spicy uh, brown mustard on there. Uh, that's my favorite it. condiment. It's so good. But like if you're making a hoagie, like. And some people don't don't even do the mayo. Some people do the oil and vinegar. But like I like I like That's extra fair. extra mayo. I want it. I want it to be squishing out when I'm taking bites. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not that far, but like I was 100 percent like I like was definitely called a freak in middle school and high school because I dipped French fries in mayo. Weird. I thought it was so good, it and I was good. like, I, and let let me tell you, let me tell you something. Uh, this is the response to not say if you don't want to get bullied further when they're like, ew, you're dipping it in May. You go, it's very French. <laughs> yeah, that's not a punch in the face. That's not yeah. a, yep. <laughs> don't say that if you're grown up on Staten Island. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, that's so do. funny. Don't we- say that when you're at Catholic school on Staten Island. Oh boy. <laughs> Wait, so you're Jewish and you went to Catholic school? For exactly one year. Well, I got in because of my mom's Catholic cred, you know, she's, she's in there. Uh Um, But it was like, it it, it was for one year. I wanted to go because it was the school that my best friend was at. Uh And I was like, well, we're going to tear shit up. Uh, I, I made such a presence in being there one single year before I was kicked out one month into my senior year uh, for having a total of 42 detentions within 28 days of school. Um, I know. Uh, for <laughs> by the way, it was because I had an eyebrow ring, so I would get a detention every single day for the, that I had a, the, the piercing in. You're a public school um, kid, my friend. <laughs> I. Mm, what's funny is I was a private school kid for ten years. Then I went to public school for two years, and every I just went right out the fucking window. Um, but uh, um, I, my presence was so like apparently big there for just that one year that everyone, all of my friends from that school. Uh-huh. like Mandela effect. They're like, no, you were there in freshman year. And I was like, no, they're like, you were there when A, B, and C happened. I was like, no, I was only there junior year. No, you weren't. I have you a couple there. people I went to school with like that too. Yeah. And it's like, you just think that they were always there. That's so funny. Well, listen, I, yeah. oh, I, I don't yeah, want to keep you from going to Ralph's and you, <laughs> you send me pictures. And yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm going to send you some recipes. I'm going to send you pictures and I'm going to send you a, U- a YouTube video of Gordon Ramsay making like a super artisanal grilled cheese. It is <laughs> the most awful looking thing you've ever seen in your life. Nicole, you're going to scream at this video for every, and he knows the thing is the best thing about this video is he knows he's taken wrong turns left and right. And he, <laughs> he like, he's in for a penny and for a pound with it. He's like, he can't, oh, he's like, well, I, I've already gone this far, making it on an open flame. Okay, I'm good. Oh, oh, okay. He makes it in a fireplace. It's insane. It's insane. What an idiot. All right, dude. Well, you get to it. You send me that stuff and we will will. talk soon, okay? Yeah, we'll talk soon. Yeah, absolutely. All right. right, Thanks again, Joe. Thank you so much for having me, honey. (laughs) Absolutely. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right. That was Mr. Joe K. How about that, huh? 
I wasn't kidding. It was a long one, but it was great. We had so much fun. It didn't even feel like two hours, if you can believe that. So you could find Joe all over the internet at Joe K. And I'm telling you, he, he's, he's knocking it out of the park with the food these days. So you can catch me all over the internet at Yatesy75, Y-A-T-E-S-Y-75. And of course, you can catch DigiEat on Instagram at D-I-D-J-A underscore eat on Instagram. And uh, if you want to check out the stand-up show that I run with uh, fellow comedian and former guest Jimmy Calloway called No Thanks, we are also on Instagram, uh, No Thanks Comedy Show. And hey, you know, feel free to go on iTunes and rate us and review us just, you know, so we could get bumped up, you know, in the algorithm. And I've been looking at the stats and I just want to say, we have a lot of fans out there in Seattle and in the Seattle area there. I don't know what that's called, but the, the, so the Seattle area. So what's up, Seattle? How you doing? And also we have a lot of listeners in Ohio. What's up, Ohio? And of course, the Philadelphia area. Hey, Delaware Valley, what's up? So if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. And if you don't like the podcast, well, go fuck yourself. Um, and hey, did you eat? <laughs>